All right, guys. Welcome back to the End Pod. My name is Jose. I'm Sterling. And I'm Everett. And as always, we're here to discuss the news. And this week, we do have a guest. Sterling, tell everyone about our guest. Uh, Crystal is a friend. Um, we've known her for a couple of years. Everett just met her, but it feels like he's known her for a couple of years. She's just a great person in general, and we'll get to learn some of her political viewpoints and other viewpoints on our news story. So, uh, hi, Crystal. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Appreciate those kind words. Oh, that almost sounded sincere. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, we, we we appreciate you having you. We've uh, uh, had a few guests on our podcast, mostly Phil, uh, <laughs> mostly Phil twice, <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly Phil twice, but uh, the, the almost the, the Trinity, huh? <laughs> yeah. The dynamic is always uh, us three guys, and 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 a couple times Phil was on, also another guy, uh, you know pretty much given a, a man's point of view on the news and, and it, it's about time we uh diversified a little bit and, and, and added a, a female uh, viewpoint that way we make sure we cover all our bases because as always essential news discussion is looking at, at, at covering the news from all angles we don't just want to you know have a single point of view which is why we have Everett on the show every week <laughs> I'm just here to record oh this God. man that's it I'm just here to record this that's it that's funny uh, yeah, so Crystal will provide a, a female. A fe- I'm sorry. Anyway, what happened? <laughs> yeah, we uh, are happy to have female. Uh, happy to have Crystal on, who will provide a female perspective that uh, we can't provide. And then once she's done, we'll mansplain it for everybody. Wow. <laughs> mansplain no. it. All right. Not, not, not I, I want to warn everyone that I've been in the car business for ten years, so I don't know how much of a woman's perspective it is, <laughs> even though I am one. But just want to let you know that. <laughs> well, perfect. Well. I- I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm for the first time speechless after what Sterling and, uh, and well, Sterling just what's said. What's crazy is we think he's joking. Let's end the sexism and get into the rundown. <laughs> um, well, first, we'll talk about where you can find the Essential News discussion. Uh, we are on several different podcast platforms and working on growing. So those uh, include Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and uh, essentially wherever you can get your podcast from. You can also find us on npod.com or you can go to EssentialNewsDiscussion.com, and then there is a podcast tab. So we're going to do our rundown today of our topics that we'll cover. The first one we'll talk about. Hold Jose. on, hold on. Before we, start, we, before we start the rundown, I feel like we were totally pulling a Joe Biden in on this intro and saying that the only reason Crystal's on is because of her female point of view. I'm not totally for that. Like Crystal's a, one of my smartest friends, and that's one of the reasons she's on there. There's more reasons than just the fact that she's I am not a Joe Biden. This is not me pulling a, a, a Kamala Harris and, and, and just giving someone a spot based on her gender or other uh, just background. To be, just to be fair, also Trump, too, right? Yeah. Supreme Court nomination. Yep. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he kind of copied. We don't yeah. have just a singular viewpoint here, Jose. Remember? I'm talking about myself here, okay? <laughs> well, that's a nice, uh, <laughs> even an even enhanced intro for Crystal, and she's a great person, but we would need a whole other podcast to talk about how amazing she is. Wow, that's that's oh, reaching geez. there. Now now you're just sucking up. But anyways, <laughs> let's get into the rundown, guys. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about President Trump and uh, COVID, his battle with it, and also the outbreak sure. within the... Um, the White House. We're going to talk about the presidential debate. We did our podcast right before that last week. Uh, we're going to talk about um, ballot harvesting. There has been some news stories that have been leaked and teasers with some more information pending. And um, we'll end maybe with some extra time, talk about some other things. But essentially, we'll end with um, 
No, actually, we'll end with the uh, ballot harvesting, but we will cover before that the uh, plans for Florida to raise the minimum wage. Is this a de- is this a debate? Because I'm confused right now. <laughs> well, that's a good segue. Well, there, there's there's four of us speaking, not two, and the moderator isn't asking the challenging questions at one of the opponents. This is true. Um, so before we get into the debate, though, we're going to talk about President Trump and uh, his battle with COVID. Uh, again, disclosure, Monday night we record this. So he was actually released from the hospital earlier today. And as always, there's always the uh, media speculation that he left before he should have. Doctors weren't forthcoming, so on and so forth. So uh, with everything that you've seen, what was the thing that stood out the most to you? We'll start with our our guest, who is female, just happens to be, but is more so a great person. So, Crystal, what do you think about everything that was going on with that? I um, I honestly have a completely probably different point of view as most people. I really don't think he probably even needed to go to the hospital. <laughs> honestly, in my opinion, I think he probably, they made him go. <laughs> and then he's like, can we just get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> I can see I that. really don't. From just the way he acts always, that's what I think probably happened and I, that they're going to give him the best treatment. I said this about the NFL players and the basketball players. They're not going to sound cynical, but they're not going to let him die. I mean, <laughs> they have the best medical attention to like sports people and politicians and all kinds of people. So I, think I don't so. really see I think, I think a his, worry. Yeah. I think his real risk of death was pretty low because of all those, uh, factors that you mentioned but he is still 74 he is still overweight and uh, we know he does not have the best diet so um all those things do uh <laughs> he loves american fast food yeah boy yeah. Uh, but you bring up a good point. There's actually been a lot of conspiracy theories both on the left and the right. Uh some people on the right alleging that um only people on the right have gotten this in the White House and um it's kind of there's only people on the right in the White House. Uh not the reporters and I mean there could be staffers and just a handful of other I mean, that, I mean, that does happen if you're in the same place together a lot. It'll probably spread between those people. That's why I called them conspiracy theories. I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure they had it. The, but main, people, the, main, but the main person the that interacts left. with the press in the White House, though, is uh, Kaylee. And let me add the beautiful Kaylee. And she doesn't have it. Um, I think she does have it. She, she does have it. Yeah. She does? Yeah. yeah. It's actually right here on Essential On EssentialNewsDiscussion.com. That was a great segue at making people go on the site. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> giving out that false that boy. But yeah, she did test positive for coronavirus is what it says there. Because they're, you know. So that's her. Kelly Assuming they have Conway. it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, again, on the well, left side, they're alleging that um, the the Trump thing may have been a hoax. And there was a tweet going around where um, someone was alleging that the October surprise was going to be Trump miraculously returning from COVID. And according to his tweet, he um, did. So I will read his fact, tweet because he feels it's better than he did when he was 20 years younger. Yep. And I'll read that tweet right now. I will be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed, under the Trump administration, some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Uh, Everett or Jose? <laughs> what do you say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he said that he feels better than he did 20 years ago. That, do, you, do you think Twitter should flag that as false information? Or? Probably. <laughs> if, there, if there's ever a time to do it, this would be the time to do it. I think it's how, hilarious. How, how can, and they would too, but how can Twitter fact check the way a, someone feels? He got COVID. 20 years ago? He got COVID. Hey, man, hey, man, hey man, climb these stairs right quick. 
<laughs> we determined that was a lie. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Mark my words. By the end of the week, this is going to get fat checked. It, it probably will, but that that was a really funny tweet. So it was nice to actually have some levity after a potentially serious situation. To be honest, I was almost 100% joking when I said it was a um, hoax until this tweet came out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like, this is who Trump For is. Real? He, can't, he can't change. This is who he is. He's, no, I mean, uh, this 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 was totally expected out of him. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I was worried for the guy, not not because he's our president, not because. I'm very pro-Trump, but maybe I, I, he's a bad actor. No, I was worried for the guy because he's he's a seventy-four-year-old old, old man that just caught COVID. Like I, I was afraid of him, like I would be for any seventy-four-year-old person. I feel you. That, that sure caught, COVID. caught COVID. That's all. I, there's only so much I control. Was that, of, I was afraid a little bit though. I there's only I mean. so much control we have over, like you know, whether someone lives or dies. So you can That's provide true. them the best treatment and everything, but eventually people do reach an age where you you can't keep them alive regardless of how good the treatment is. But um, yeah, it, it seems I, like we're I out agree of the woods. with you, sir. Yeah, exactly. No, it it seems like we're out of the woods now. So that's a really nice feeling because uh, the speculation. It was like you get one droplet of information, and then you had people that were saying that it really means this, or that's only a part of the story. And so it'll be nice to get back to the other side of our normal conspiracies that we tend to be on. Um, but this is just mainly a segue. I wanted to address it first because it just happened. But really, I wanted to talk about the debate. Anybody have anything to say before we move on to the debate? I'm moving. All right. There we go. Um, so the debate happened uh, almost a week ago. And um, I'll say it was entertaining. I, I can't call it informative. I can't call it helpful. I can't call it inspiring. But um, I will say it was entertaining. Uh, Crystal, what was your biggest takeaway from the debate last week? Can we get a moderator that controls them and not let them talk over each other? That was pretty much the, that that person isn't that person doesn't exist yet, Crystal. It doesn't yeah. exist. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that was my biggest problem. It was like, how are we supposed to? Like, it's just a show. This isn't really helping anybody. Well, I will. I will say this: the 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 debate is uh, aired on a national uh, cable network, on multiple national cable networks. Uh, right. These these people, of course, are are, are uh, playing these things, uh, uh, opposing other uh, TV shows and, and other things that are still happening on regular TV that night. So ratings and, and basically what I'm trying to say is ratings do matter, and they knew that that the two opponents for for this year's election are are two very uh, interesting figures, and they knew the potential for chaos that that was uh, uh, could have happened, and they fully allowed it to uh, develop. They, they could have turned off mics. They, they, they've, there's a number of ways they could have managed the debate, and they just, just chose to just let it turn into this shit show that it was very entertaining, entertaining, but it didn't accomplish anything politically. I don't think they could turn off the mics, though. You can turn the mic oh, off of course they can. They could. I'll turn it off right now. Nobody's going to do that. What, when you say can, you mean like... Yeah, no, I mean like... Yeah. You don't think president would agree to it? Yeah, exactly. I can well, see that. I, as long as it was, he would agree to it as long as they were turning off Joe's too. Exactly. But that's the problem. No, no. There would be allegations throughout the debate. He would be yelling off mic like this and they cut his yeah, mic off. It would just be, it would be, that's even worse. It would be hilarious too. It would just be another form of entertainment. My, my prediction is that the next debate will be like on a conference, video conference. So someone type, got type extreme deal. in saying that they should be in like a soundproof booth. So that way if they do yell, you can't hear them. I think that if they adjust the format a little bit, two minutes isn't that long of a time to express yourself on something that you may have a plan on. And to be honest, again, leaning a little bit more towards Trump being the better candidate here, 
it would give Trump a better opportunity to shine because you're going to get two, you're going to get a longer format for him to expound upon his ideas and he will be able to continue talking. It might not be a coherent thought throughout, but he will be able to keep talking. He'll be somewhat on point. He might bounce around here or there, but I think with Biden, if he, if you let him talk for five consecutive minutes, I think he's going to trail off and forget in a, in that, a much that's more too long, man. Five minutes for a question. Two minutes is no, two minutes is more time. No, to, to explain something like tax to, policy, to explain something like healthcare, well, to explain these well, like pretty he, he, complicated here's a problem. Topics. Chris would ask a question when 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 it was either of their turns. The whoever whoever was being asked a question would start speaking. The other guy would interject and and add to the question. So now the 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 person speaking, the person being asked a question, is answering. The, the question of two persons. Right. right. So two, min- two minutes is not enough to answer the, the the question for two points of view. But it is if you have it, if you have it in a, if you have it more controlled than that. Two minutes to express an idea is a long time. So it is, but it, it is also not when you're getting interrupted, and that's the problem. So I don't also, I don't agree with that honestly because me personally I, I watch people speak about like a specific subject for I mean I know it's not a lecture. But I listen to people for hours on the same thing. I'm not saying it'd be hours, but two minutes, especially if you're going to have a really well thought out plan. And like, how about go back to like using, hey, this is where I'm using this from and this is where we're actually going to do it. Doesn't They're not doing any of that anymore. I'm speaking over each other, it almost became a need just, just to get their, own, their whole thought out. Right. Yeah. And then it was just chunks of what they were saying. Like you really couldn't. It is pretty amazing Put to speak for an together. hour and a half, and then the vast majority of American people feel they got zero benefit from that hour and a half, where the two right. people, uh, where one of them is going to be president. I got tons of benefit. I was laughing my ass off the entire Well, it was time. beneficial from a humor standpoint. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd call that benefit. Like, you know, I could have watched a comedy special. It wouldn't have been as good as that, because that was pretty good. It wasn't beneficial to those who were on the fence. For, for those on both sides, that there's nothing that could have happened that night. Where you were going to change your mind? No, no, they would just for have to be Biden supporters people. and, and for Trump supporters. That you didn't, we didn't lose anything. Right. The only you, people that had anything to gain were the people that are on the fence, and they're in the same place they were two weeks ago. I so, like, it, it, let, let's say we had two candidates, right? Um, I don't. I'm trying to think of who was a Ronald Reagan was a really good speaker. Who was a Republican president? Is that a fair statement to make? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Barack Obama was a very well-spoken president as well, right? Right. I feel like those two presidents having a debate if they were on the stage at the same time discussing different ideas. In their be, prime. Yeah, absolutely. In their prime. Thank you. They'd be able to, to, to talk some people that were on the fence. I mean, last year you had like a Kenneth Bone, the funny guy in the red sweater who was, you know, uh, undecided voter. I don't think we have anybody close to that. I think all the undecided people are staying far away from this election and we're going to have – the lowest voter turnout that we've had yet. And it's because the candidates get worse. Except for those mail-in ballots, but we'll get to that. Yeah, you're right. We'll get to that. But I think we'll the, the, the in-person voting, which is being discouraged, it's going to lead to low voter turnout the day of the election because, you know, with the mail-in ballots, there's some, some significant risk. We won't know on election night who the president is. But we'll get into that later on. Um, but as far as the debate, if I had to pick a winner or a loser – I would say Biden won because he cleared the low bar that was set for him. And Trump's plan of trying to get him uh, off balance with like rapid fire questions, talking over him, just saying inflammatory comments. I don't think that played as well. And I know Biden had some missteps. I think he tried to play Trump's game a little bit too much, which he's not nearly as good at. But but he came across looking 
the lesser of two evils on that particular stage. I just know that there's more to the picture than that hour and a half. Yeah, when, the, the funny one to me was when they asked him about the uh, Biden, when they asked him about the uh, uh, Green New Deal. Or, mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I don't support it. But if, if you go on his website, that's, it says like, he supports it. that's like point number three. Well, out of, out of the bullet it, it's actually, you left one part off. So when he was talking about the New Green Deal, he said it was going to pay for itself. And then so Trump, reali- realizing that, said, oh, do you support the Green New Deal? And Trump said, no, I don't. <laughs> and then you go to his website and he says he does. Hmm. So... That right there, if you're going to get down to actual like, I support the Biden plan, not not this new green deal. It's the the, the Biden plan that includes some of that stuff. Right. And he doesn't know the specifics. Oh, my God. Come on, man. If you get into the substance of the argument, that was one of the the arguments that worked against them. Well, one of the ones he was willing to make, because you guys saw where he didn't answer some of the questions asked about him. Right. Yes. I missed that part. Okay. They asked him if he was going to stack the Supreme Court and he said no. And there was another one too, if I can't remember, but yeah, he just he just wanted to answer questions during the debate. Talking about the filibuster. Oh. That's the only it question. might have been. No, stacking the Supreme debate. Court, he didn't answer. You know what I mean? It was all, it was like one long ass question he asked him about. All so they might have been related. Yeah. That was another problem with uh, Chris Wallace. He's that asking I thought. these compound questions. Yeah, compound questions. Yeah. yeah. You but, know, how old yeah. were you when this happened, and what did you think about it? And oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> well, please, please abide by the rules of this debate. And like, you, you can't ask complex like compound questions like that, like. Well, and I don't also like how he phrased questions. Like, if the first beginning of the question was like a slander, mm-hmm. like, hey, you did something stupid. Now, yeah. how are you going to handle And you're like, to both of them, I'm like, what is that? Right. Like, exactly. why, why? How is that valid? Like, why? They they did that up. They did clickbait questions. Yeah. I, I, yes. I, I think he asked questions more to stroke his ego on how good of a question he was able to, to yeah. come up with than to actually <laughs> ask questions people yeah. wanted to know the answers to. Yep. Yeah. I, I did I did see the part that Trump said, you know, well that's just not a normal question, but I'm used to that. <laughs> like and I, I I laughed at that because I do not like how a lot of reporters ask questions. So if you go back and listen to them, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. So speaking of one of those ridiculous questions, they asked him once again to denounce white supremacy and of course that turned into its own separate shit show. Um but did did you know do you think Trump has ever denounced white supremacy before, Crystal? Um, probably not. But I mean, this is the problem. If you denounce it, then you're a part of it. If you don't denounce it, then you're a racist. So you don't win, regardless. So I, I, I mean, I agree with your thought, but I was also wrong, like you were. Um, if you go to Essential News Discussion, either on the Facebook page or the website, EssentialNewsDiscussion.com, there is a clip of um, Trump denouncing the KKK, white supremacy, oh. hate groups, 20 different times. Um, oh, perfect. It, it, yeah, it goes back a while, but I would say primarily during his 2016 campaign, mm-hmm. um, a few times here and there with Charlottesville and other instances where they pop up. And one of the questions was even asked by Chris Wallace and answered by Trump where he denounced white uh, supremacy and racism and the KKK, David Duke. He's literally gone through all of the different people you possibly huh. can and denounced them. So two things uh, I, I thought about since we talked about that video before yeah. is – um. They ask it way too much. That's why number one. Yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. You ask the same question over and over and over again. And secondly, 
what other answer he's going to give you anyway. And that yeah. doesn't make what, what so, are you, what are you been asking that question for? Yeah, cuz he he's, he's not a well, good speaker, well, right? He's entertaining, he, he's he's right. but he he does get his words mixed up sometimes and But he's never going to be like, "No, actually, I'm a racist." Exactly. Like, yeah. say, he's yeah. not going to say it's that. It's not even a gotcha yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's, but but that's what that's what the media wants you to believe. I mean, how many did you? I didn't I didn't know he he denounced it that many I didn't times. Know, did I didn't you? know I didn't know it was twenty no, times. No, I didn't either. But I knew he had done it before. I mean, I, that's where you go to essential news discussion but, to get quality content. I, I would say most people overall would would most most liberals and even most conservatives would would not think he he did it twenty times. And I do want to add that one of the one of the uh, clips inside the video that that's posted on the website. It wasn't even while that he was in politics. Like I had, you know, thick brown hair. Like it, it had to easily have been fifteen plus years. Uh, his hair oh, is still you know, thick now. Oh, but you know, but that's be- that was that was because of, um I think probably Central Park Six. He I think it was people, the Central Park Five. Five, thank you. Because I mean, but people. Yeah, people, he added one. Yeah, yeah but, I, I added, I added one more. Added the, one someone person. got away. Yeah, no, that got away. They all should have gotten away. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, he does. He has done things in the past that will make you think he's a racist. He's also That's done things in the past that his NAACP award would tell you he's not racist. He's he's. I think at, Jesse Jackson helped get Martin Luther King shot. But that's another story. Though. <laughs> that would be another story. <laughs> so but doesn't he, mean anything. He he has done things to to have you assume that that he's racist, but he hasn't said anything out of his own mouth to 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 that that's directly racist. He may have said things that that led that you to, just, but that's make him a clever racist though. It, nah. it, 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 but you can't, you can't. Just like last week, we we told him he can't be both. You can't be on the side that calls him stupid and says he's not clever enough to, or, or he's too, he's a clever racist. You got to pick either he's stupid or he's not. It, it's kind of like the no. George W. Bush conspiracies and this, that, and the other. He was stupid, so my, but he organized this I, that. My thing on Trump is I don't think he's a complete idiot. But I think he's people people on the other side think he's smarter than he. Really if you is. don't mind, do you think he's racist? Mm, I don't know actually. So I think bit, I think he's he's, he's I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Do you think he's any more racist the than Joe the Biden? average than the average white person of his age? I don't know. That's a good way. That's if you good had way to to, if you had to say yes or no, you have to pick yes or no. You have to pick. And yes I'll or no. give the say. I'll give an answer as well. And 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 I'm not and I'm not for the record for for our listeners. I'm not saying the average seventy four year old white man is racist. I'm just saying that because of the era they grew grew up in. They are predisposed to have certain opinions. They might not be racist because they don't think, "Hey, man, I don't like this person because they're black." But they think, "I don't like this person because of the neighborhood they live in," or "I don't like this person because of certain behavior." That's a way. To of, us, that, that's to, a way of well, saying they're not racist. They're well, racist, no, but what I'm saying say is, it. to us, that means racism. I'm going to say it like this: to them, it doesn't. Racism was different for them. I don't. I don't I think. It's, I think racism is the wrong word. I think they're aware of race in an awkward way, because with Joe Biden, he's very awkward with race. He is just on the Democratic side, so but you he's, don't assume he's But racist. he's actually said directly inflammatory racist he things out of his own mouth. He said much more inflammatory things than Trump has. So I do think that it's a problem with people of that age that are sure? white can, and they're he like... He condemned those kids they, without, being, without any evidence of being guilty, right? No, no, no. He also didn't rent people in this building. There's a lot of stuff. I know, but in 2020, you have to tiptoe around race so carefully that I think they're both handling it awkwardly because they're not used to it. Like, I agree with that. If they say something, it's going to sound different coming from a 70-year-old white male. That's true. But that was just my take on and, it. And, 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 and they, and, try, to get, and they honestly, try they try to use it on Trump, but they don't use it on Biden. And, and, honestly, we probably all say worse things that we would never say if a bunch of people were watching. Oh, yeah, like, especially you. And, 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 like, I, mean, so I, said, I put it all in line every single time. <laughs> 
put it no. all on the line, baby. <laughs> I I am what I am. And, and the whole he he didn't rent to, yeah, yeah. to certain people because of certain things. It's that's such a tricky subject to go down. And I'm not and I'm in, not not, really. I'm not making an excuse for it because it's it, at the end of the day it isn't right. But in our lines of work, we all make generalizations based on the people that we deal with. And you can't tell me for a second, if you see someone of a, of a certain background coming to your office, you don't already have a disposed opinion of how that deal is going to go for that, you. That doesn't make sense to me because mm-hmm. I don't think that he's going to discriminate against people renting his building while also fighting for black people and Jewish people to be in his country club. I feel like whether you are for, like we're saying, he's not racist because he did this or he's racist because he did that. I'd ask if, I think it, either I'd ask one if of he was the, fighting for a, for a specific person or for a group. No, he, all African-Americans and but people of Jewish descent. Or was it because of a specific I'll give you the specific reason. In Palm Beach, it was, it was, Palm Beach it was, County. It was, it was because was, of money. It was because of money. He made these decisions based on money. Green. Green is his motivator, not, not race. So, like, for example, if he didn't want to let uh, black people rent, I don't think it was because they were black. I think it was because maybe he didn't want renters. Maybe he wanted to do high-rise condos. Maybe he wanted to do a billion other things that weren't related but, to race. But that's not true because they had renters in the building, but they just weren't renting to those specific people. See, I have to read that story again. Did the they, ever, like did they ever rent to black people? That's the question. Because I don't think that they so, went out of the way to discriminate only against black people. So, the answer is so yes. The answer yeah, is yes. Yeah, but yeah. But, but. What 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 happened during the years that that they were renting to, to to that community? What what led to this result? If you were renting to, and and I'm not excusing it, I'm not saying it's right, but if it were my own money, if it were my own money, if it were my property, and I'm and I'm and I I bought this building, and I have, you know, people of this background that paid me well. I have people of this background that paid me well. And I continuously have to evict a certain type of person over and over and over again. You're not making a decision based on race. You're making a decision based on data. And also, and the, no, what, you're still making up a race because now you're would, assuming that every every person that represents that looks evictions like is just one example. Another yeah, example would be bad, that no, no, no it's not a bad example. It is because, because I wait, guarantee you, if you look at the numbers, admit, that's wait, a possibility. Before you, but, but what I'm saying is, if you do that, then you're saying that everybody that looks a certain way. Is in that same situation. That's how a lot of people. That's are racist. Gonna, but that's, that's a, racism. It is, that is it, racist. It's stereotyping. It's not racism. It's, it's stereotyping. If you, if you, if you, wait, wait. So if you delegate it all to a race, it's racism. That's what racism is. So what if no, it's what if it's no, a positive re- attribute? Huh? What if it's a positive attribute you're assi- you're assigning to a race? All black com- comedians are funny. Are you Asian good people at are good, Asian people are good at Asian math. people are good at math. Indian people are good at at starting businesses. I mean. Good at being doctors. Good at being doctors. You know, it becomes at, software engineers. Here's what it is: it becomes racist. If, let's say that Indian people. Give, you say Indian people be, are good at being doctors, right? Let's say that, right? You say that's yeah, that's a form of racism, that's, right? That's you make. So now it becomes racist if you say, you know what, we have grants for for doctors or something like that. And we only give it to Indian people because they're they, they do do that. No, no, they, they do it the opposite. They only give it to non-Indian people to give them the same opportunity that Indian people get by working hard and becoming doctors. No. You just described affirmative action, but you assigned no, it to the wrong person. Because I'm saying that if you're saying they're only good at being doctors and you assign that to them because you say they are specifically good at being doctors, you can't say that. You can say that some people can't afford to go to school. That's two, that's two, different, two, different, two different arguments. So let me back up a little bit here because it is back on track somewhat because we are talking about Biden and Trump, racism and everything. Um, let's go around the room and decide, are either of these candidates racist? And then define what you mean with your answer. Uh, Crystal, we haven't heard from you in a while because we've been over-talking you. That's what men do a lot of the time, so you go first. <laughs> That's a good point. No, I like listening. Uh, you know... Well, you I, can do it every week on... <laughs> and pod, and pod. Com. <laughs> Oh, Jay, you said you can't come back, though. That's <laughs> <And pod>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll start plugging you more. Sorry. That was, that was a gap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, for me to 
to say either of them are racist, I feel like I'm getting caught up in exactly the tug of war they want me to to be in. I mean, I don't really think point. if they are or aren't, it's gonna change anything. So okay. that's my opinion. You plead the fifth. Pretty much. That's not a problem. Uh, who's, I would ask if you think either one are sexist, but even as a Trump supporter, I'm going to say he's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty sexist. <laughs> that, that's just a, a, a car business. I yeah. mean, he's a tra- I've heard that he's a traditionalist. I, like, I, 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 I wouldn't call like, him a sexist. Like, I'd call him a misogynist. Like, like not early a sexist. 1800s. That's two sides of the same coin. Oh, yeah. Misogynist is. Yeah. <laughs> That's even worse. No, don't do that. Yeah, he's not a misogynist. It may be worse. Well, <laughs> unless you think he's like a masseuse therapist. You know what? I, I, I'll, I'll take the word back. I'm glad he's not I'll, my dad. Yeah. There Let's you go. put it this way. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, what? I'll, I'll say She's that. glad Trump's not her dad. I'll say he sees women and he sees them the way. He sees supermodels. And you're right. In the, as an in, asset. In the classical sense. As, a, as, a, as an asset. As an idol. I'm not saying that in a positive way at all. As an investment. As, as I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't see that. I don't think he sees women that are. I don't see. I don't think he thinks they're less capable than men. That's what I mean. When, when people say sexist, I think that he won't offer them the same opportunities as a man, the same jobs, the same. Right. That's sexist. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He, that he's not doing those things. He doesn't oh. do those things. The, the, the stuff he you does think? is say, yeah, she looks good. I'll grab her by the puss. Like those things don't aren't sexist to me. They're not good qualities, but that doesn't make them sexist. Hmm. Yeah, those are sexist. Well, that's a sexist. A, a lot of his high ranking positions are filled by women. Sexist. I'm trying to figure out if that's like sexist would be like not hiring a woman because she's not so good. You at, know what it's like? You yeah, he, even like, when exactly. he was on the reality show, his, who, who's his biggest like the, the, out of all the contestants he's had on the show? Who Amor- comes to mind? Amorosa, right? Yeah. And, and what is she? A black woman. A okay. black woman. So he. He obviously doesn't have a problem with females. You mean like when you go to a dealership and all the women are in accounting, are in, are in accounting, or, or a receptionist, or receptionist, yeah, yeah. or I mean, it's still sexist. Also, because he didn't hire one to be his boss, he's the owner. What? Just because you, you just lost me. When you said, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't what, understand what you mean. What 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 do you ex- what what do you want him to do better? Make make one his his uh, president and so and put you typically if you go into a shop in a car store you're not gonna see a, a female technician. Right. You, you won't see that many. Female I've worked with I've worked with a few female technicians. I think a you're few. the I think you're the exception. How, how, yeah. how many? Out of many, you've yeah, worked with I, many people. Yeah, I've met, a, I'm, I've met a female sales. How many? Manager how, too, how many have you met applying? How many have you met applying? And that's another fair point too. That's a fair point, I guess. Yeah, but I would. But I would assume there's more. There's more than one per one thousand people, though, right? Um, but we're still going around the room and saying yeah. who we think won the. Well, actually, no. We were doing who we think uh, was racist. Let's backtrack and get a better question. Oh. Better question, Crystal. Back to you again. Who do you think won the debate and why? Hold on. We didn't get no, the rest of us didn't hey. get to answer the last the last question. That's true. We got yeah. Sidetracked. I yeah. was just trying to give Crystal more airtime. Listen, guys. So we 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 were on the topic of if we think both of these guys are racist. I would say both of these guys have predisposed opinions of people. I wouldn't call them racist. I'd call them more uh, somewhat prejudice is, is, is the correct word. Okay. Go with that. And, right, and, every- and, and that's for both of them. And, and it's not because of anything that they're intentionally doing, I, I, I would say. And, and sometimes I think Biden has been intentionally racist, but for the most part, I think it's, it's just a, a product of the environment that they were in. And I'm not making an excuse for them. I'm just saying that they're not consciously making a decision to say I don't like this person because of the color of their skin. I think that they their their actions are based in in the in in the environment that they grew up in. If if you grew up in the in the 40s and 30s and people thought about black people a certain way, even if you didn't think about them that way, you were you you still had an opinion based on the life that you led. 
you you weren't around people of other of, of, of diversity wasn't a thing when you were in your formative years you know growing up in, so, in school I never excuse racism it's not an excuse it's not racism it's it's prejudice they, they're not making a conscious decision no, I mean, saying I, I hate those people I don't care what time period. You know, wrong. You know, wrong is wrong or right. Is and right. and that's why they're not racist because it's wrong to be racist. They're not racist. But it's wrong to be prejudiced also. They're not. But it's it's it's. So you, I, what I'm I, saying, what the prejudice, the type of prejudice I'm describing is not it's not a conscious choice. It's not something that they chose to do. I know what the difference is between what your two arguments are. I get what you're, what you're saying. You're yeah. saying that you you cannot judge people of a different time period by today's standards. Correct. Everett is saying you can. That's it, right. Right, I think okay. right is right. Always. And once you're in your seventies, and, and that's a pretty significant. Time and if they were actual from... racist, I would agree with you, but they're not. But, but again, it comes back to they're that, not. When that, you that's see when you see a cop, your first instinct is to think that this 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 pig is gonna do something inappropriate to to and and do some sort of police brutality on me because I'm black. Ever that's gonna be your first pigs. instinct. I don't, I don't, Ever doesn't I don't, think. If you're in a bad neighborhood and you're dri- and you're driving by, there's homeless people in the street, there's windows broken in. You're gonna make sure the the the, 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 the locks on your car are locked. You're gonna glance at them, and and at at most you're gonna push that button, and and don't tell me you're not. You talking about for because uh, homeless people in no. If you're in a bad neighborhood, you see homeless people or some people that that look suspicious, and this is not. I'm not talking badly about the homeless community here. I'm just telling you what the typical reaction a is bit, okay. to certain okay. situations. But you're, you you're in a bad saying, neighborhood. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna decide. Hey man, I'm in a bad neighborhood. High, crime is high here. Let me make sure the doors are locked. You're right. But that's all those guys are doing. But with their prejudice, that's not true. Because if, if you're talking about a bad neighborhood, right? There's white bad neighborhoods and black bad neighborhoods, right? I didn't, I, I didn't say a color. I know. I'm, I'm just saying, right? If we're gonna do, if, if we're talking about prejudice, I'm not. Pre- if I'm in an area where people get robbed a lot, of course I'm gonna lock my car though. But it doesn't matter who the people are. I'm in the area where I know people get robbed a lot. That's right, I, I I didn't I didn't say that the color had anything to do with it. Those same guys, though. those same guys would have negative opinions about a white kid covered in tattoos with big earrings in their ears and and and, and crazy hair. You're associating a look with the crime. I think right. what you just gave an example of was associating the crime with the statistics. Right. So you're right on the statistics part. You're wrong on the example of the guy right. with the tattoo. And I'm the saying ta- I know yeah. an area is a bad neighborhood because things that happen to people. Right? What, what, so I'm basing my I'm basing my actions off of that, not the people that live there. But what I'm saying is that their their prejudice isn't isn't centered around skin. I, I I said that they would have a negative viewpoint or at least be cautious around someone who was white and just looked like they were. Uh, but that but that but that's a certain against, way. But that's against your original your original idea. But you're saying they're product of the environment because so their prejudice on skin is based off that time period they were raised in. So that would still be skin. That's still wrong to me because it it, it but it isn't skin. You can't make both those arguments at the same time. Either, either, either it's because they're a, project, a product of their time, of their, of their environment, or they are not. Just the environment. Then that would applies directly skin because we're talking about race. We're not talking about their, the, 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 the skin on the people. They weren't, they weren't around them. The only time that they were exposed to them is when, when they were on the news and, and, they, and they were doing something bad. They were stealing. They were robbing. So the only you, opinion that they were able to form... Was were, were negative ones. Even if they themselves didn't choose, I want to be racist. So you agree that their prejudice is based off a of race? No, I agree that they're they're prejudiced based on situations that they experience. Can I make a point? Yes. There, this this makes something uh, reminds me of something on actually Joe Rogan has this guy named Daryl Davis on his podcast, uh-huh. I and Darryl he's a, a a black black musician and. It reminded me of a quote that he said, and he goes, how can you be racist if you don't even know me? Right. How can you hate me when you don't even know me? And you left and out one part about Daryl Davis. He, he, he converted a lot of uh, 
KKK members to be former KKK yeah, members using this. You know what? This is honestly an aside yeah. note. The, they use Daryl Davis as the um, prototype for Uncle Ruckus in their Boondocks, and it's the only thing I, dif- I disagree with on that show. Oh yeah, Daryl Davis is a great guy. Actually, he is. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of work. But but just like anybody else who who goes against the grain, they're they're viewed in like a negative light. They're they're going against the norm. Primarily viewed positively, but a few people uh, take right. exception with what he does, and wrongly so. That's a good example, Crystal. Well, yeah. And well, and I think it makes a point a little bit to Jose's side where he's trying to say that it, you're a product of your environment you grow up in. So if you know they were just inherently racist, but didn't know why. They didn't know they they didn't hate him, you know, because he was black. They just hated because they told him to hate him. Right. And I, I mean, and I, it was learned. And you I, know, I agree with y'all, but at the same time, if someone tells you that, no matter who tells you that, when they tell you that, you know, that that's, that that's improper thinking. You know that, all right? Nobody, nobody had to tell me not to be racist, right? But people right. have told me to be racist against white people before in my life. That's happened before, but I know that's not the way I should be. So mm-hmm. I can't ever give anybody a pass for that because you choose to follow that line of thinking, even though it's wrong. And, and and I don't disagree, but what I will say is that we're all guilty of it, all of us, every last one of us. Whether you're black, white, yellow, green, purple, we're all guilty of some sort of. I think it's the difference between stereotyping and racism. I mm-hmm. think there's a difference there. There's, there's, a, there's yeah. the racism gets overused so. too much. Yeah, it, it certainly yeah. does. And 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 like I said, I don't think either one of these guys are, are are true racists. You know, these aren't these aren't David Dukes. These aren't Richard Spencers here. Well, how about this? Which one of them won the debate last night? Which or one? Not, of, last week. Last week. Thing. I I do think Biden won the debate last week. Well, why? Why do you think that? I think that he was. Um, Honestly, more poised and didn't say as uh, it wasn't all about being inflammatory. I think he gave some of the same information he had already on his website. So, so here's 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 my viewpoint on it, and and I'm gonna kind of give you guys an analogy. At work, um, I'm kind of tasked with doing some quality control when it comes to the the salespeople that that work for me, and I have to listen to their phone calls at times. There's a form that I have to fill out uh, every time I listen to one of these phone calls and review their calls. It's 10 questions, 1 through 10. Each question's worth a point. Their goal during that phone call, of course, is to schedule an appointment for the person to come in and make a purchase. Question number six asks if, if they've made an appointment. At that point, if the question is yes, they get an automatic 10 out of 10. Even if they miss number 1 through 5, if question six is a yes, they get an auto 10. What Biden did was get an auto 10. He didn't win this debate because he didn't do a good job. What neither was, neither one his, of them did a good job. What was his question six? Like, what did he do to get that automatic his, 10, in your opinion? His his question six was that he was actually able to hold a conversation. And he the, the bar was set so low for him that he could have done anything and looked like a star. He didn't do what we all expected him to do, is which which is what he does at all his at, at all his uh, quote unquote rallies or campaign events, where he starts talking about something and five seconds later he's going off on a rant and can't even finish what he originally started talking about or the the, the thing the that the that the, the, that well, kind of stuff that he does. They call I him gas. Argue, I would argue then that's the right media exploiting just exploiting that way too much. Then, oh, like that's yeah. all you saw then. Yeah, that's true. Because that's that, that's what made it seem like that's all what he was going to do. Of course, if you take out of all the signs he spoke and then put all the ones where he just messed up all in the one video. But yeah, it was, that's it, all but, you're but, it, but it wasn't does. just the right media that was expecting him to fail this way. That, that's 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 a thing. The, the the media that supports him was expecting him to to fail well, as well. Well, that's, that's a great tactic then. 
on CNN. That sounds like a great tactic. They expected him to win a debate with CNN too. That's just no, that's I don't think that, what, I, so what I saw. I think I it, I, like a little middle ground here because I kind of agree with everybody. It seems like we all feel that Biden won. We might have a slight variation as to why that is, but am I right in saying that? We all feel Biden won, right? The debate? I don't yeah. feel Biden won. I feel like Trump lost. Okay, there you go. Same thing. That's so by default. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. You know how yeah. winning and losing works, correct? Yeah, for real. That's, that's <laughs> you're, you're a Falcons fan. You know, too. <laughs> Yeah, no, but 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 the other team, the other team didn't Dang. win. The Falcons just lost. Dang, that was good. Oh man, okay. I'm glad my husband's not in this podcast tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll have him on later. We'll talk some more politics and some other things too. That's awesome. I, I this reminds me. Okay. I, I read a great meme. It said, uh, "We we just entered the fourth quarter in 2020." And I, and I hope we're playing the Falcons. Yeah, now that is a good meme. I got, oh my god! I got I got nothing That's for that. That's not right. Yeah. It made it made me chuckle and then cry. Um, so with that being said, we all know who won the presidential debate based off of our opinions. Time to go on to item number three. Um, and I see an item here listed. Number mail three. in mail. Or, <laughs> it's uh the Florida's plans to raise the minimum wage. <laughs> I was about to do what I uh, just criticized Sterling of doing earlier. That's all right. We're all a little hypocritical. So you know what? I'm a little behind on this one actually. I need you to catch oh, me nice. up on this. Um, Jose, you want the honors or you want me to do it? You can go ahead, uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, uh, teachers are, 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 are a big part of it, right? So the bill specifically referenced um, teachers that uh, get into uh, teaching, so entry-level teachers, I guess, mm-hmm. and then having an increase in pay. So if you go to a central news discussion, it is posted on October 1st, and they talk about the proposed bill that um, would go into effect if it's approved and passed. They want to gradually raise the minimum wage here in Florida uh, to $15 an hour. Um, I believe the year is 2026. Um, And so what the problem with that is, it's great, right, in theory, and this is typically how a lot of Democratic policies are, is in theory they're great, but they come with a lot of unintended consequences. So if you're going to pay entry-level teachers $15 an hour, and right now the um, minimum wage I think starts off around $9 an hour, so over the next six years I think it is, they're going to increase the minimum wage by a dollar each year until they get to $15 uh, per hour. So the problem when you look at the uh, post on Essential News discussion is the um, teachers that have been in um, they've been teaching for 10 years, now all of a sudden in comparison, they're not receiving as much. So in their minds, they're receiving a pay cut while people who have not earned and worked uh, for the same period of time are getting more money. And that's what it causes. It causes the domino effect. Once you start paying entry-level people more than what the market suggests they should earn, then the people that are getting paid based off of the market are not going to be earning enough because there's no additional... Um, support to overpay them. I mean, I guess you could argue you just retroactively pay those people more also. But where does all this more money come from? There's some, there's there's no some holes in the article, by the way. Just keep printing it. $15 an hour, uh, according to my calculations, is 31 to a year. Yeah. I, I don't know any teacher who makes less than that. Right now. Uh, my sister, point about, or right about that, Volusia County is the lowest paying county in the state. That's crazy. Teachers. I did not know that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is most... Your 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 sister who makes about this already in the lowest county uh, paying county in the state makes this before this legislation goes into effect. So it, it it corroborates what I'm saying. This there's some holes in this story. That's true. The minimum wage that they're raising okay. is, is is the general minimum wage, but it's it's not teachers' minimum wage because they're already making more than fifteen bucks an hour. Not and I'm not saying that that's a live a good living wage for a teacher. They should definitely earn more. No. But but what that 
$15 an hour minimum wage is doing is the, the compression that the article cites. It is. Because if, if someone down the street, you know, sweeping up floors is making $15 an hour, the teacher that, that's building our future definitely has to make more than that. And that's where the problem starts because the entry-level teacher that has to make more than $15 an hour because why go through college and get a degree when you can go to the Wawa down the street and make that money? Well, actually, you could make a lot of money at Wawa already, but I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem really, to me, in my opinion, is that those jobs will just go away because you're going to make you're gonna make it a part of your They're going to have more kids functions. in each classroom yeah. unless, of course, COVID uh, restrictions come into play. And in that case, only resolution. So if this gets passed, right, then you have entry level teachers earning more money. That's more expensive to taxpayers. Then you're going to have the tenured teachers that are complaining and rightfully so. Okay. And if they give in, they're going to have to pay them more money. Again, more money to the taxpayers right, because uh, that's how the, they're funded. So but they're, if, they're, you, if you get rid of teachers' aids and stuff like that, too, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're going to give you more of a workload. Versus, here's, here's, here's a little more that's, info. That's, that's what I think. So it says DeSantis signed a bill that will send $500 million in state funds to uh, help raise the minimum wage for teachers to be as close as possible to 47.5. Now that makes sense. Yeah, it does. 47.5 is, is, is probably closer to, to maybe a 5 to 10 year teacher salary. Someone who's probably ahead of a department and, and probably does a couple after school activities is making that. Uh, probably make a little more than that. It's weird when they get with the language to try to you know cons uh, consolidate the article. But to get as close as possible to 47500 a case could be made that 37500 is close to 47500 Or maybe it's 46900 You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it, it's, it's still a little gray area, but it gives us a little bit more perspective. And right now, they're still negotiating. You have a teacher's union. In this case, Brevard County Teacher's Union is referenced. But each it's going to be a county-by-county county basis. And DeSantis signed a bill that will send $500 million in state funds, is what Jose said. So are these state funds that have already been secured? Um, I'm kind of curious as to where all this comes from. And um, I'm going to try to do a little bit more research since it is in my state, applies to you know my kids and uh, as as they go forward to kind of understand this a little bit better because as of right now it sounds like it's just going to make things more expensive without making the product any better I haven't heard about how this extra money is going to go to uh, making the education uh, my children receive any better well they didn't talk about buying any new books equipment or computers they're talking about giving the, the teachers more money yeah yeah and that, I, mean, that directly affects you because when you, you talk about teachers that way do you get better teachers um, in an entry level position by giving more money? Think about think about jobs that you chose not to because of entry level pay. Well, yeah, there's definitely there was a surge, and I can't don't I'm not going to quote any numbers or anything like that. But recently, or at least in the past year, there was a surge in people like just not being teachers. Yeah. There's just no teachers. That's right. That's and then or quitting. Or you know, teacher jobs are stressful, you, man. You who, have, who would do that yeah, for thirty something thousand? You have to pay for your own. Exactly. You have to pay for your own supplies and all. It's just it's a lot. So people that are the most important, we don't pay enough. I agree. I agree that they should definitely not be paying for their own supplies. I'm not encouraging to pay them less. I'm actually yeah. just talking about an open market system. And once you oh, start, yeah. once you start uh, trying to influence that open market, then you start running into these unintended consequences. But do you want somebody who's willing to? who's taking that job because you know what I'm saying? If this, it's based off taxes, you would think that counties and uh, cities that have higher tax rates would therefore have higher paid teachers, but that's not necessarily the case. I do because it goes by county. But what I'm saying is, 
No, but they don't though. Like that's no. why. Yeah, no. that's the, why they're trying the, to raise the. The difference in the counties that have uh, that 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 are higher income and pay more taxes is that the teachers in those counties don't have to pay for school supplies because the they taxes pay, are covered. But they can pay a little bit more too, though. That mm. I do know. I don't know because teacher, teachers in, teachers in Orange County get paid more than that than what she's talking about in Volusia County. They're trying to get as close to forty seven thousand five hundred dollars. So I think there is some little wiggle room in the numbers we're trying to discuss. But I I don't see like for the counties. Six uh, percent sales tax versus what is it in Osceola? Like seven and a half percent. That extra one and a half percent sales tax on all the things that are, are purchased. It feels like it should go into things like the police department, the fire department, and schools. I can't think of anything too much outside of those. I think it's more based of a property taxes and stuff. Though when you yeah, know, yeah. The, property the, the, taxes. School budgets are more property taxes. Okay, I, that, that's what the research that I need to do to try to find out because uh, the artificial um, either. The artificial inflation or the artificial what is it with suppression of uh, salaries of teachers, I think is like it doesn't give us a realistic expectation because you talk to anybody and everybody agrees teachers should be paid more. I was thinking about this. You would think that you would be like they would like teachers and police officers would have like crazy amounts of salary, like crazy salaries. Firemen too. You would think that's where the, but they don't. They have like the city manager, like or like the tax. That guy makes more money than teachers and police officers so off the bat which doesn't make any sense to me you would think those guys get paid the, they'll get paid the most you know yeah but yeah. There, there's there's definitely a way to kind of uh, balance the scales I guess with where we're spending our tax dollars uh, when it comes to salaries yeah there's a lot of people in, in government positions that that I'm not gonna say they don't deserve to make the money they do I'm all I'm saying is that the work isn't uh, there's no way that I mean and I no disrespect to anybody who works there but the Orange County property Appraiser, those guys should not be making more than teachers. That don't make no sense to me. That's true. No, I, I don't. I know through a friend, the Seminole County uh, tax appraiser. And I know we're getting kind of uh, specific here for anybody who listens outside, but um, that person does get a good income from what I'm understand. What I understand, and I think that's a good point. Like they're not having as direct of an influence on the the, the kids that are growing up, about to be young adults, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's just something that we. I'm gonna look into a little bit more because. Um, the teacher aspect is a little unique to me, but let's talk generically across the board here. What so, are your thoughts on making the, the minimum wage $15 for entry level, like for McDonald's workers, people that just get a job? Um, what do you well, think about that? What, what's, what the, concern, the, same, the same thing as this. The, the, the concern is that when you, when you make the, the minimum wage level jobs, the entry level jobs, uh, uh, when you raise that salary to 15 now you're in a position where what do you do with the people that are above that entry level? You know, so... Your your cashier at McDonald's, they're they're getting fifteen dollars an hour. What does the manager make? Because I'm not I'm saying the store general manager, but like the shift supervisor, who typically makes two or three dollars more than more than the minimum wage that their employee makes. Currently, that that puts uh, a McDonald's assistant manager somewhere around twelve dollars an hour, while the employee makes nine dollars an hour. I tell you what, it'll do. It'll it'll choke. It'll choke the shit out of commission sales jobs. People gonna leave. Well, com- commission sales jobs I don't think would be affected as much because they're they're not on a salary at all. They're only making money based on on, on how much money their clientele right, has. And I think initially, at first, when these minimum wages hit, those people are going to be buying more things. So the commission salesperson is is is, is actually going to get a raise early on. It'll level out as soon as inflation catches up. I mean, but it, think about it, if you can work sixty hours a week versus you could work forty hours a week. Whoever's in sales working sixty hours a week, they better be making more than than fifteen by forty. And also, Jose, you made this point before when I was talking about U, uh, UBI, Universal Basic Income, and I was a proponent of that. Don't you think this will also lead to yes. inflation? Inflation will will, will will make it worthless in five, just a, shoot, five to a few ten years. years after, right? Five to ten years. 
That's why, you know, our grandparents used to tell us, right, I used to go to the corner store and buy a candy bar for a nickel. Now that same candy bar is $3, 10 times as much. It's 50 cents to a dollar. A big difference, too, about minimum wage before it was minimum wage back in those days was enough to survive off of, but now it's not. Well, yeah, because minimum wage did not go up nearly as much as inflation. Right. So I think that we were working more along the lines of a uh, market economy than we are now. I think the government is has its hands all over the economy and not not covid related but i do think that we're dealing with some um some ill effects of that min, uh, min, and honestly minimum wage is the reason minimum uh, crystal what do you think about the minimum wage increase i um i have mixed feelings because i didn't really honestly know anything about this kind of stuff obviously you just think more is better and then you start digging into it and realize there's con- every action has a reaction, and there's consequences to just keep printing money. Exactly. So, I, yeah, I unfortunately don't have – I haven't done all the research on this. I have listened to a couple of different economists and different – you know, saying that even – either I listened to this guy, Peter Schiff, that argues just get rid of the minimum wage. Yes. I can't – I don't know enough to uh, to – you know, comment we, on we, that. We point, listen to the same I, guy, so I'm actually going to say something very similar. Okay, it, then go ahead. Are you sure? You don't want to say anything? Yeah. Think, I think you're actually right on point with your topic, and I'm just curious as what you feel about that personally, and there's no right or wrong answer. I mean, to want more money for people that are going to try to support their family, because especially now, those are the jobs that may or may not be available. So if you can get a minimum wage, a minimum wage job and it happens to pay $15 an hour instead of 12 or 10 or whatever, then that's great news. So if you're ill-informed on that, this is one of the things I've embraced a little bit more. And I was wrong last week when we were talking on some stuff is if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I just try to learn. So if you don't mind being wrong, um, you should share your opinion because there's nothing wrong with it on this. I think you can make an argument either way. Yeah, that's true. I did not so much trying to be right or wrong, but more of I like to be well informed when I say something just because then I know that is my opinion. Okay. I'll you know, you. and then it can be right or wrong from there. Yeah, you can always you can recap. let me know. Yeah, you know what I mean? But you, you can always go back. Um, I mean, I, I, a lot of the times I'm not a hundred percent aware of, of, of some of the articles that, that we decide to cover. And, I, I, I don't know all the details, but I know I, I know what I what I support, and right right and and I can make an opinion. It's not, it may not be an informed opinion, but I can you can always make an opinion on on, on whatever right, it is right. we're covering. Well, and that's the nice thing about talking with you guys, just because you can have that, and then we can just all discuss it. A lot of times, I I hold back on a lot of things because you have no idea who you're talking to nowadays. It's, unfortunately, it, it's, it's like early <laughs> on when we made the comment about uh, Miss Harris on the Breakfast Club, and then a couple weeks later we came on to correct ourselves on it because we were wrong. That's true. So th- th- that's a beautiful yeah. thing about about uh about the way technology works now. We can say something today and in a couple weeks say, hey, man, uh, that thing we said two weeks ago, yeah, we were wrong, and here's why. Speaking of that, I should, probably, <laughs> exactly. I should probably clarify what I meant about commission sales jobs. I meant there's people that wouldn't even try to go into that field because of things being easier the other way. You yeah, no, that makes sense. That's, that's I thought saying. that's what you were saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so to provide you some of the more information you were talking about, Crystal, because Peter Schiff, I think, is a very conservative economist and his uh, conservative approach to economics, I think, would go uh, a long way in trying to shift 
the economy to where I was. I didn't even mean to do a play on words on his name. His last name Schiff, but um, to put the economy back into a place where it's more, <laughs> it's more in line to grow. So to give you an example of what I mean when the I say mixtape coming, baby. Yeah, to give an example of what I mean with government intervention. Um, I think I've given this example before, so I apologize if it's repetitive. But it's one of my favorites because it's a huge problem that we're going through now. Um, I forget around. I, it was in the seventies, but the. Um, the student loan program where it was deemed oh, to be yeah. unforgivable. Um, that was a government intervention. So around that time is when schools realized, Hey, we're going to get this money back no matter what the U S government guarantees it. So because this, mm-hmm. this debt does not go away. Um, what if we increase the price? And so they either colluded to increase the price or they increase their price. And then the other schools followed suit because they realized the same thing. So eventually, now we're getting to where going to school costs a quarter of a million dollars, and the incomes right. have not increased anywhere close to that. So you have 17 and 18 year old kids agreeing to pay hundred, two hundred thousand dollars, and then they're just mm-hmm. in debt for the rest of their life. That's true. So, so, if, so there, yeah. if it wasn't for government That's intervention, true. we would not have the problem at this level of magnitude. So what so you're saying is, if, if there was never a, a federally mandated minimum wage. Free market wages would have progressed on their own organically. Yes, they would have progressed organically. But here's the problem. I don't think so. No, but here's the problem. You can be skeptical, but you're being skeptical in the wrong way. The problem is that wages would not have increased along with inflation because just like I gave you the example of how student loans were inflated, the dollar amount, other areas of the economy were affected in the same way. So the same way that the banks that made the bad decisions to sell uh, secondary loans on the market and mislabel them as AAA rated and all this other stuff, when they couldn't cover their financial losses, Barack Obama bailed them out, deemed them too big to fail, Mm -hmm. did not bail out the individual homeowners that made those bad decisions in conjuncture or connection with the bank, but bailed out the bank. So... Those are the things that I think have these reverberating effects that we're, we're constantly going to be um, trying to play catch up on because the more free economy, the more those things get worked out on their own. There's a few issues that do need to be addressed, but again, few versus many. Right now, the government has its hands in every single sector across the board that I don't know how you separate the two at this point without a collapse. That's true. I mean, I mean. I'm I'm for regulation sometimes and sometimes I'm not. I, I, I think about it like a, a lot. I think you gotta approach it, it as a case by yeah, case basis. So. And the problem is when they propose these bills in Congress, a fifteen hundred page bill is in review for forty two hours. It. Yeah, That's I mean we don't time. see all of it. But no, like, you can go and look at it. Yeah, but you, I mean, there's not enough time. Yeah, exactly. They're vo- they're That's voting my on point. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. voting on it before you literally have enough time to read all the. Uh, aspects of the bill, but they have these bills segmented, ready to go, and then they just say, I'm inserting section 1B, 2C, and 3Q, or whatever it may be, and then that's the bill, and then they come up with the Freedom Act, and then they pass it, and then they're like, yeah, now I can look through your emails. Yep, I can show up at your house. <laughs> like, well, how is this the Freedom Act? Yeah. yeah. The, the names get me. The names kill me. They they spend literally- they tell you what they're taking- in the name. Sometimes. So, like, <laughs> the, the, the Patriot Act was so they could spy on you. There's nothing right. like, patriotic what, about yeah, that. Yeah, there's nothing patriotic yeah. about that at all. There's So, like, the, it's just, it's kind it's of, like, it's, it's ass backwards sometimes, yeah. and other times it's just inceptively uh, misleading. Um, you know, the like they say on, I forget one of them, I think Peter Schiff even said it, where he said, like, you know, this is the, uh, the Free Puppies and, and Love Act. And then it's about like being able to 
you know, no knock raid your home. You yeah. know, like it's just ridiculous. My only thing about minimum wage though on the original topic is that um, I do think that you should be able if you have if you're forced to have a job like that that you should be able to take care of your family because one of two things happens right if you raise it too high. And the I'm, prices are going to go up. Right. So if you have or, a restaurant. But wait, wait, wait. But well, Or, or like, say you work for a company that has minimum wage jobs, and you're, like, I always give an example. I work at Kinko's, right? And they say there's a, there's a there's a store manager and another production guy and two guys that help. The two guys that help just get, they get cut out completely. They don't have a job anymore, right? Because they had to pay the other guys enough for it to make sense. Right. And, I, and in my mind, instead of raising minimum wage, it would make way more sense for the UBI. To be honest with you, I think it'd be a little bit cheaper in the long run. That's it's going to accomplish the same thing as raising the minimum wage too high. The, the 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 problem is that you're just like everything else that 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 people on the left, the, you have good intentions, you have good feelings behind those intentions, but they don't add up. I think that UBI makes more sense than yeah. the way we're doing it currently, but it doesn't make the most sense. If I can. and and I'm not saying that I'm a I'm I'm against. Having a federally mandated minimum wage, I, I've heard what what he's talking about shift before. He and, he is sterling. Yeah, sterling. <laughs> I um I, I I've heard I've, I've heard the theory before, and I, I'm I still haven't made up my mind if I support I it or not. What I what I certainly do know is that uh, right now, if 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 we make we for example, if we make it fifteen dollars an hour, it's just gonna just like everything else trickle effect. It's just gonna go up from there, and and I don't want to eat a twenty five dollar Big Mac. No, you know, and and the whole thing where you're saying that if you get one of these jobs, you should be able to have a living wage. Absolutely not. These jobs weren't designed for you to be able to provide provide for a family. These minimum wage jobs are for entry level positions. I think that there's way too many jobs that that decide to to pay at the at that so, minimum wage level. But, but, but for the most care. but for the most part, they're minimum wage jobs for entry level positions, so you can learn and get your feet work your feet wet in the workforce. So I think this goes back to a point Sterling made about uh, school and how a lot of these kids that were supposed to be going and working at McDonald's at an entry-level job, get your feet wet while going to school, can't now afford to do that. That is a great point. So now it's just everybody everybody working at McDonald's now because that's their last option. Well, also think about it like this. So the goal of getting your higher education was to earn more in your income. But if you get the right job, well, I guess I'll do it like this. If you leave college and you don't get the right job, now you're in the same boat of the person who didn't go to college, doesn't have that massive debt. And so, of course, the person who has the massive debt is going to be like, "We have, <laughs> I can't afford this. This isn't a living wage. That's and true. and they are connected. So you made a very good point to tie my two independent thoughts closer together because um, they're related. I actually agree with you all on that yeah. point. I just think about the other side. There's people who only have the capacity to do certain types of work. Remind me to give you my solution to the, uh, the student I, loan I, problem. I, I, I disagree. Now you're now you're limiting people, and I don't think anyone has a limitation. Everyone has adaptations that they can make to do anything they need to do. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I would love to believe that, but it's, I mean, I, it's not true. There's, so, people, there's people who are who are limited in the things they can do. That, that is a fact. Yeah. So we've all worked in the finance so, department. So, so people that are handicapped can't be athletes, yet we have people with no legs running triathlons. Not against Usain Bolt. That's that's that is my that's my argument. So they, they run a, an entirely different race against different people because some people are level playing field. Yeah, some people. Yeah, exactly. there's there's disabled people that compete against regular able-bodied people. Uh, who? <laughs> no, okay, not. where? So I'd like to make another <laughs> point. 
Can we make uh, Jose <laughs> Biden? You, better, you no. better prove this. We, no we want Jose Biden to answer this question. I'm pretty sure I've seen track and field events where someone having a fake leg. Please, yeah, but they're they're competing against other people that have fake legs. I don't think so. Yeah, and they also have like another guy who decides to run on his hands. He does a handstand <laughs> and he tries to compete. Are, are you laughing at these kinds of people? No, no, I'm laughing you, at the portrait maker right now. Yeah, what? you're saying that they have <laughs> disabled people competing with fully abled people, like people without legs competing with people with legs. Okay, he's doing a little bit of research, and there's nothing wrong with that. You looking for that dude? Uh, Crystal, I, I think I cut you off, and I apologize if I did. That's okay. I probably don't remember now. <laughs> uh, I was going to talk about my. So-, so I gave the problem of student loans. Do you guys want to hear what I think the proposed solution is? Yeah, and I haven't actually. heard anybody say it. Sure. So the problem was in 1970 when they guaranteed these loans, they being the government, right? Right. Unguarantee them. Or you know what? You stand by the guarantee because the government made a guarantee on behalf of 17 and 18 year olds. That exacerbated the problem, made it much worse than it otherwise would have been if it would have been a problem at all. So you stand by your promise that you made to the schools and allow people to declare bankruptcy on their student loans the same way they can on their credit card, their car, their home. And you know what? The consequence is your credit score is going to drop significantly for seven to 10 years. And then you can start reestablishing credit without that heavy burden of hundreds of thousands of dollars in student tuition, loans, fees, interest charges over your head because it's absurd. It's a, it's absolutely absurd. I agree. And also, there's also I've heard that, um, like other countries, but there's like a 12-year limit or something like that on that, and it's all forgiven after 12. Because you – cause the interest, There you go. That's the problem. It yeah. needs to be forgiven. Yeah, when you do something you pay, absurd, yeah. and if you don't get that, that, that one in – I don't know, one in a thousand job. It's mm-hmm. a pretty low percentage, I'd say. And if that pays you six figures, you're not going to be able to, to pay that back. And even That's six true. figures is still a 15-year commitment. So in 2012, in the London Olympics, Oscar Pistorius was the first double amputee to compete in the Olympics. Finished second in his heat. Does it? So where you're on Wikipedia? I'm on just news site. The Guardian? I've heard of them. Can you show me in there where it says that he was competing against non-amputees? Olympics. Olympics. Not Paralympics. Olympics. At both the Olympics and he Paralympics. Com- he competed at both. He was the first guy to compete at both the Paralympics and the regular Olympics. Competing against able-bodied persons, he became he came in second. So he track does... And, the track and field event I was referring to. He, he, All right, and I just got to... He has so aggressive... Two, he two has, things. Go ahead. You go first. Two things. That is like a one. Just, just go ahead and take it back. Take it back. Wait, wait, wait. And you, you guys I said, said I was a fool. I was a bite, and it never happened. It happened eight years ago. Okay. And wait. you guys are completely oblivious. You got me say what I'm gonna say. So I take it back. That, Very well. That's it. It never happened, right? I will say this. You got like a one in a million, one in a million scenario, and this dude has, this dude has two legs that look, seem to be arrow that created just for track and field. That true? Yes. See, it's two. Legs that are created just for track and field that actually have an angle to them and everything. I, I would argue, kind of like how exercising for that those events would adapt the muscles in your legs to have a benefit. So U- Usain Bolt and yourself, if they if they did an MRI of your leg, you don't have the the exact same structure because of his training. He's been able to 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 of strengthen strengthen those areas and be better at that than you. That's what those prosthetic legs are doing for him. 
My, I think that the prosthetics also have different dimensions tied to them, like the springiness of yeah. Okay, so so we're going from may, it never happened to now the guy cheats because of his legs. No, I'm not I, saying I, he cheats. I, I, come on, guys. What I'm saying it's is called this. a level playing field, and sometimes in an attempt to try to level the playing field, you might create technology that exceeds that. Like you put a jetpack on somebody, like that jetpack's going to make them faster than the person without the jetpack. Right. But it also might make them fast in, in an equal way to that other person. So the, the, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. You I was right partially wrong. You were right, you're right about that, about that specific instance. But what my point is this. There's people who have, who cannot do the same job you can do. That is true. That's a fact. I don't think so. Oh, actually, now I remember my well, point that you were way. talking about people that, you know, they just can't do the same job. I, I, I get that because I think we've all witnessed that uh, in different scenarios. But... I think what it again ties back into Sterling, what Sterling said about the free market might change that because you're only as valuable as good as the job you can do. So that's what you're going to make. Correct. Right. Right. That's my point. Yeah, actually, I agree. The only people that I feel that won't have uh, an opportunity to do whatever it is they want to do, they already their limitations are not just work related. They're they're everything related you know uh, people with 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 certain mental disabilities can't be a, a, a something that requires a high level of, of brain power right you know but, but at some point they're on their own as an adult they usually never are no that's i not, think that's, that's one of the situations true. that fall under the you the, can have provisions right that protect those class of people no i mean you have disabled provisions that are designed to help but the problem is like I'm not going to be able to compete with LeBron James. So I'm going to have to take out NBA as a professional career choice. I'm going to have to find something else. So when you say mental disability, it, you unfortunately have to be a little bit more specific. And and if it is something that prevents you from doing um, your job well, then unfortunately you're going to have to come up with an alternative way right. to cover expenses, rely on family, friends, or right. I, um, I, charity. I, can, I, I have, you, I have real legs and I can't run the way that guy with no legs can run. Yeah, but you can look. But sometimes you don't have a support system. That goes away eventually. At some point, you are on your own. And if you are, and if you are mentally, mentally incapacitated, not incapacitated, what's the word I'm looking for? You're disabled to, a, to an extent where you can only work, can't work past a certain level. You need to be able to, to support yourself, man. But there's but there's jobs someone like that can do, and and, and it's up to them to to, to Until deal with the, with the adversity because we all have our own version of, of adversity. Even us who are in America, we, we 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 call some of our problems first world problems when when people in the third world are facing things that are unimaginable to us. Someone with with certain disabilities won't be able to be a finance manager at a car dealership, but they may have a skill set. Or, or they might be artists. They might they might have something else that they can do that they can do better than I can, and I'll never be able to do that. So all I'm saying is that that the whole minimum wasting, minimum skill for for certain people, I'll excuse the people with, with certain severe disabilities. So we're we're talking about extreme cases, but 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 for everyone else, I didn't have an opportunity. I didn't have a support system. I know I know people that were homeless ten years ago that are multimillionaires right now. That's not the same thing, though. It's the same exact we're thing. We talk about people who are fully capable who happen to be homeless at a time period. That's that's that's, a, that's not the same thing at all. We're, you're you're talking about feeling bad for someone who works at at Kinkos who who can't pay their rent on their own. No, that that wasn't that was using an example as a job when they when they when they, when they eliminated some or or someone who who went to to college could they, my, didn't think college my, was for them but now they're in college no, debt so argument, they have to go to a minimum wage job no, and they can't support a family. No, no, that's not my can argument. We, 
So go ahead. Can we flip the question and say, can you, or Jose, can you argue why the minimum wage helps those people? The, the minimum Is that wage, what you're saying? The minimum wage doesn't help those people. The minimum, oh, okay. So the, you're it, in, the, in the reverse then. It, it doesn't help those people because all that's going to do is give them a false sense of security. Once, once they have that, once, once it's raised, let's say someone's making eight dollars an hour, and in two weeks they raise it to fifteen. That person who was making eight dollars an hour, they were still at that job, hating it, hating what they were making, and trying to brainstorm and figure out what their next move was going to be. A good portion of those would have made a move that would have led to a much better living situation, and 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 a good percentage of them, like to to to, to Everett's point, wouldn't have, and they would have been stuck there. I'm not worried about the people who wouldn't have because those pre- people are 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 not going to do. They wouldn't have done anything regardless. Right, but my point to you, here's my point, and it's the point you're missing. There's some It's, people, it's removing incentive. No, there's some Sorry. people whose, me, whose mental capacity is not beyond that. That's it. That's all. The, that's that's all. And, and you're and you're focusing on the extreme. I'm not even, I don't think it's that extreme because I've met people in my life. Like, I know people right now who are like that. And what, what do you mean like that? Not, what do you like mean by a, like that? Uh, limited, limited IQ levels. Um, mental illnesses. I know people like that right now. No, mental illnesses. Like I said, mental uh, an actual diagnosed mental illness is excused. But there's a lot of people who are just unwilling to do anything more than what you're currently you doing. You understand when you're below a certain IQ too. That's also it's kind of kind of the same. I'm just Not saying com- in general. Com- complacency and, and a is a thing at any IQ level. Can I get no, some you, clarity? Because I'm I, I did get a little lost, kind of like Crystal did. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, I think I. Yeah. In general, exactly. are you for? Minimum wage, or are you against a minimum wage? I'm for a minimum wage. Okay, I'm not for a minimum you, living wage. And what do you? Okay, you're for a minimum so wage. Minimum and wage, what do you yeah. think the minimum wage should be? And let's just stick to Florida as a general um, entry level position. Minimum wage that somebody an employer could pay. I, I I won't put a number on it, but there needs to be some sort of okay, st- Jose Biden. There, there needs to be some sort of study where... <laughs> actually, 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 that was Trump that time. Okay, I won't answer the question. <laughs> Look, hey, this is essential, this essential what, news discussion. What, what's the I'm amount? What's that. the amount? Uh, it's a number. Yeah, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. <laughs> I, I'm trying to we'll answer... I'm, I'm trying to answer a question oh, and there's you, three oh, people talking over me, but to, I'm the one Now you're trying to answer the question. All right, go ahead. All right, go for it, man. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to put a number on it. Not that I wasn't going to answer the question. I'm trying. I'm answering the question. I'm trying. Go for it. Go for it, man. Don't get so angry. Come on. I'm not getting angry. I'm just. You won't answer the question. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to answer the question, but if you shut, if you shut up, maybe we should turn off your mic. Like we should turn off. Shut up, man. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm for a minimum wage. I'm not for a minimum living wage. The 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 minimum wage is there to make sure that. Someone doesn't get away with paying you two dollars an hour to 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 flip burgers. Question: Would you take a job that was paying you two dollars an hour? There's 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 it used be five dollars back in the day. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, but my uh, my, 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 but my first my first job that, paid me five seventy five yeah. an hour. Okay, <laughs> my too. question is: Would you take a job right now that paid you two dollars an hour? If there was nothing else, if yeah. I had nothing else, yes. Yep. So you think that there would be nothing else? So that person is hiring, right? They're looking for someone to work. Do you think anybody would take a two dollar an hour job? You tell me that if it's like in between that time period where you can't find a job, you'll take anything. If it gets around the three, the third month mark, you'll take anything. Sterling, we've we've you, both you, we've both taken jobs with no guaranteed money. What know, are you talking about? No, I completely understand that because <laughs> yeah. the reason why there was no guaranteed money is because there was potential to earn more money. But if you're earning X amount per hour and that's what you earn. The only way you earn more money is by working more hours, but of course, there's only so many hours in a day. So two dollars an hour isn't going to cut it. Your search continues. 
It, like it has to. You can't take a job that it prevents was, you. As we from from you from said that it was at one point five dollars an hour, and servers get paid. What, Correct. And I don't know how long ago that was. Right. Yeah. Well, plus tips. So yeah, they but, have the way of earning more money with good job performance, taking a job that is busier than the average uh, position. So they have ways to overcompensate that lower income. And then the other thing is you wouldn't flip hamburgers with no additional upside for $2 an hour. So, and that person would not be able back, to hire someone so for we were having, an hour. So the problem is this. Me and Jose were having a sub-argument that wasn't you were. Part, part of their original argument. And right. my argument, honestly, was that I think there should be minimum living wage. Maybe not exorbitant living, but like bare minimum where you can survive. I think that's the way it should be. No, that's because I, 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 at that point, the government would be interfering in what, what, what the fair market's able to do. A fair minimum wage, you would have to calculate what a fair rent is. I don't, I don't need the government telling me that my rent isn't fair if I'm a landlord. So how are they deciding what the minimum wage is if it's not a minimum living yeah, that's, wage? Yeah, that's what, that's what it's based off. Of so would you rather earn a minimum wage that may or may not result in your death? Yeah, a, a minimum wage should be a wage that's paid for entry level positions that require entry level skills. That's right, right. It. How do you arrive at the dollar amount? You won't give a dollar amount. You won't say how the government's supposed to give a dollar amount. No, I'm, you didn't. You never so, allowed me to finish the question. Wait, you it, gave it, me two seconds to answer, then wait. said I wasn't going to answer the question and started talking about debate I, shit. I, I gave wait, you no, two no, 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 no. You haven't. I, I haven't. I've given you. You talked for two minutes. When? Two hey, minutes. When? Ago. Play it back. Hey, but but hey, before I'm, but I want you to answer. But before before you do, I just want to say you say a minimum wage at uh, entry level positions. So you're expecting people to like just come out of the gate over uh, above entry level positions. That's what I'm confused about. No, I don't expect anybody to, to come out of the gate above entry level positions so, unless you have a particular skill set or talent that merits you making that. And 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 let me let me go back to answering the question rather than answering yours. Your direct question, the, the group okay. question, was. How do how do we decide what that minimum wage is? There needs to be some sort of survey that 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 pretty much puts the floor at whatever the lowest paid skill job is in the market. So skill job You're means that use you the have free to market learn. as a yeah skill job that means that you have to know a certain skill to be able to do it, or you have to go to get a technical degree that takes six months, nine months, whatever. Most that, of those most work. of those Can jobs. Can I ask a question? If you get a communications degree, would that qualify or no? It depends what job it is. If you go to if you if you go to a technical school and, and go to uh go go do the program to be a medical assistant. That's that's just an example. Mm-hmm. Medical assistants typically make, you know, fifteen, sixteen bucks an hour. So you would use the systems currently in place as a guide to arrive at a minimum wage. Correct. So okay. so if you have to go to school six months to be a medical assistant, what 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 incentive do I have to to be a medical assistant if I can go to McDonald's and make fifteen bucks an hour? To make so, a dollar extra an but hour. That's where I think the market is going to offset the difference. Yeah, the, the market is. Yeah, so you go, I don't think the so, market will allow anything less than than what you can live off of. No. So so what's going to happen is that 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 medical assistant who's only now making fifty to seventy five cents to a dollar at most an hour over the new minimum wage. They're gonna have to give them a raise, or no one's gonna want to be a medical assistant because that, that that's a high responsibility right, job compared to someone who dumps fries in a fryer. So don't they still need the job to be filled if they if they're not getting it filled at eight dollars an hour? If they're, they're gonna have to increase it, right? There's the, the only way to increase the benefits is to get people to come, or the only way to get people to come in is to increase the benefits. The floor is too low. It needs to come up, but it doesn't need to compete with jobs Did that you, know you need skills and and, and, you know and certificates no, for. You know, there's no floor with. With, like when you take away the minimum wage, like when you put in the minimum wage, everybody starts at the floor. Right. That's the problem that I uh, that I observe, and I appreciate you for answering the question. I like it when we get uh, heated because that's sometimes when the best discussion happens. 
And uh, please don't wait for me by the car after this. Like you ain't time. gonna have no tires in your car. <laughs> They're gonna be gone. I'm not even just deinflating them. I'm 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 just taking the whole tire. <laughs> Leaving on a cinder block. No, Sterling, I will sell you a new Volkswagen or Volvo. It's not a problem. Oh, nice. Well, thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just need to find two or three cosigners. <laughs> three. <laughs> All right. So we already gave our um, opinions on there. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on that before we go to our last topic? All right. So the last topic's a little uh, unique, as in there's more information that's going to be coming out, but it's talking about ballot harvesting. There's a company called Project Veritas that has been teasing everybody with some information. Yo, you weren't supposed to say the name. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that it's we're pro the project, but you, they're the ones doing it. But when now, the information comes out, it's going to be from them. I didn't get it from them. I yeah. got it from Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. Well, hey, exactly. Let's, let's read Tulsi Gabbard's quote since you guys are terrified Which, of saying them. So, anyway, Tulsi Gabbard tweets out. Uh, we're not terrified. We just, off air, we thought we made an agreement yeah, to do things a certain way. All we and need you just, now, here comes Sterling and just, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, all we need now is if that guy to be an actor and that whole thing to be fake. Now we're out. Now we're, we're well, just, we'll be in just as much trouble as Tulsi Gabbard, but she'll probably be in more trouble. Tulsi tweeted out, Project Veritas offers further evidence of the need to ban ballot harvesting. I'll define that in a moment, so... It's not a partisan issue. It's been abused to help both R and D candidates, Republican and Democrat, including in North Carolina and California. Please help by telling your congressional rep to pass our bipartisan bill, H.R. 8285. So if you want to learn more, you can actually go to the, the government website, Congress, uh, H.R. 8285, and you can um, research what that bill is about. For the record, an essential news discussion and pod or any of its affiliates in any shape, way, or form. Support the viewpoints of Project Veritas or any other organizations that are deemed to be conspiracy theories. Theorists. Yeah, we have our own conspiracy theories we'll talk about. So one thing that stands out to me now that I have had time to, to like kind of digest her, uh, her statement and the information provided is that um, I don't know that... Uh, I think ballot harvesting is already illegal, right? No, it's it's a state by state basis. So what ballot harvesting is, I said I'd define it. Ballot harvesting is when a third party, and of course it's legal in states where the third party is allowed, they show up and they collect your ballots for you and they take it to the polling center to be counted and everything. Um, I understand the logic behind it, but it does seem like it's an unnecessary risk for those states that allow it. And in those states that allow it, the concern is, is that it's being taken advantage of I know I'm not allowed to say the name of the company or the group, but there is a video circulating around that people are picking apart to try to try and decide if it's legitimate or not. But that is what's being referenced by Tulsi Gabbard in her tweet as she seeks to right whatever legitimate wrongs may be taking place. I agree. Should be. Um, I agree that it should be um, banned. I don't know. I don't know that I would tie it to any any candidate whatsoever because anybody can kind of participate. In yeah, that. it's a bipartisan issue, like she said. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it is a bipartisan issue, but but uh, the the most concern is coming from from the right right now, and and they have their reasons. Uh, like you said, anyone can do it, but they're obviously not the ones actively trying to do it. So so that's why the most the the, the concern is coming mostly from the right at the moment. I think because the left are the ones pushing for these mail in mail in votes. Universal mail-in votes because absentee ballots have always been a thing, and I support absentee ballots for those who really truly can't make it out to the polls. But the the, the concern with 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 all the voter fraud and, and and ballot harvesting being one of the forms is is that 
there's there's less control, you know, and 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 it's happened several times. It happened to to a Democrat mm-hmm. last 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 uh, midterm election in, in Georgia, I believe it was. Yep. Uh, so there there's there, these these sort of things have happened from from both sides, but currently in in in, in 2020, it, it it is the left that's pushing for for these mail-in votes. They're they're allowing, and I, I hate to go back to those things, but going out thousands of people at a time to protest is fine, but going out to vote isn't. That doesn't make any sense to me. But you, but the government doesn't didn't, didn't tell people didn't tell people to go. To go they protest. did though. They, Bill they De Blasio did. told people to go vote, and he's part of the government. To go vote or to go protest? No, I'm sorry. He told people to go protest. Thank you for clearing yeah. that up. Yeah, the yeah. multiple go- government officials on the left has, have have have. Uh, the mayor of L.A. The mayor of the L.A. The governor of California. Chicago. Yeah, you can go on and you, on. You can go on and on, and and, and they and said those same people told them not to go vote. Se- Se- Seattle, yeah, the same people that are supporting mail-in voting, they're supporting mail-in voters. And so yes, you're legal. telling them not to go vote in person. Yep, it's different to support mail-in voting versus telling people actively not to go vote in person. I, so I'm still a registered. That's what, that's what I'm, asking I'm still a registered Democrat. I don't know if Jose, who's a registered Republican, I believe, got the same information I did, but I was, someone reached out to me and they, like, via text, mm-hmm. there's campaigns in Florida, and they told me to vote by mail. They might, have, they might have, they might have referenced, yet, they might yeah. have referenced safety and all that other stuff, correct? But they still ended it with vote by mail, and then click here for whatever, more information, etc. Right, et but that, my, my question is the same people who, the same people who told people to go protest are saying, don't go vote in person, or are they saying that, they vote support, by mail, or they saying that they support you Voting by mail. They remove the words that are less biased, like support, and they tell you vote by mail. I do have a couple pictures saved too from uh, Democratic emails and Twitter campaigns and things of that nature, um, Facebook ads where they tell you to vote by mail. Yeah, I get what you're saying. They're messaging people now saying you can vote by mail. Or no, not by, can. Don't say can. But they what tell what you. What they what they tell you to vote by yeah. mail. Yeah, I I think it's more of how they say it and not what they're saying. Like, you really have to look and, like, why would you say it that way? Like, I swear there's reasoning behind how things are said. It's the same thing with, again, not to bring up COVID, but they do it with COVID, too. They died with COVID, not of COVID. They do it with a lot of things, these little things that keep them. It's just the media. The media is awful. Correct. Um, so we're all against ballot harvesting, right? Based off of that description where That's a third true. party Pretty person much. shows up to take your vote and they take it to the right place. So, yeah, I'm, I'm against that. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah, there's corruption in regular voting. I mean, I watched yep. the whole thing on how you can go into those electronic ballots and pretty much hack them easily. Correct. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if there's, if there's corruption in regular, oh my God, how, what would you think? The mail-in voting, to be. Yeah, no, I'm I'm highly concerned, which is actually why I'm glad yeah. it's not kind of a mob rule, for lack of a better phrase. Um, the popular vote doesn't determine the uh, president; the electoral vote does. And I think safeguards like that. Uh, the more that I learn, the more that I'm actually for them. There was a, there was a text that a, a friend of mine uh, screenshot and sent me. Was and it me? It, no, no, oh. it was, it's another friend. I have Dang. other friends. Dang it. And and, oh, wow. and and it said hello. <laughs> it said hello. Insert insert person's name. I'm not gonna name his name on air, but it says hello, uh, person. I'm Nancy, a volunteer with Field Team Six, on a mission to ed- end COVID nineteen with science by regist- by registering Democrats to vote. Can I help you do that in two minutes? This is a real 
campaign going on here in Central Florida right now. Man, that's crazy. It says we got to spread the word how to cure COVID. <laughs> they want to end COVID nineteen with science by registering Democrats to vote. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's weird. I mean, I get what they're trying to say, but that's the crazy. That's pretty crazy. That was someone texting. The problem is, is I'm sure there's gullible people that are like, oh, okay. You know, that's oh, the absolutely. problem. There are those people out yeah, there. Yeah. And they, and I'm, they, I'm, I'm, I'm for ending COVID. Where do I sign? And they, they tend to be Democratic. People. They're both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're trying. They're both. <laughs> I had a lady in my office. I had a lady the other day I was talking to, and she was just wild. On was she a Republican? Side. Yeah. I was oh. like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. He, he assumed she was racist just because she was right. No, she was <laughs> He didn't say racist at all. He asked her to de- uh, to denounce uh, or yeah. Will you denounce? Like, why won't you denounce racism right now? Yeah, I didn't ask any of that stuff. But uh, rebuke David Duke, lady. <laughs> interesting conversation, said at least. Uh, Crystal, we have a little bit of time to talk about some bonus material that may have been of interest to you. Do you have anything on okay. your side that um, you wanted to talk about that we may have not talked about this week? Um. No, not really. I haven't uh, thought of anything else. I like the discussions you had. Uh, do you have any bonus material ready or no? I was going to go around the room and see what they have. I can always come up with something because I'm posting did, all day. Did, so did we cover the portion where the cab driver in Minnesota? The cab driver in Minnesota was uh, bragging about collecting the the Samat. The I was told not to go into Wait detail that. because that Wait is that next week. That is part of the. Uh, the tease of oh, information okay. that's supposed to be coming out. So what Jose Actually, brought up, I'm just saying to wait up. Go Yeah, go, Crystal. No, no, you just said Minnesota, and since you're skipping on that anyways, um, it reminded me of something I watched today on Michigan. Uh, Michigan's state Supreme Court uh, rolled a 7-0 to zero in favor of um, up, like repealing all of the governor's executive orders. Ooh, I like that. And that they were unconstitutional. Well, that's um, awesome. Uh, yeah, because she was going off of some old law back in 1945 or something like that. And yeah, there's I, been new I, laws that have been uh, that's put awesome. out in place. I'm going to look yeah, for that to share pretty, an article. Yeah, yeah. So go look for that because the, the lawyer that did or the attorney that did speak at the Supreme Court in uh, Michigan uh, did have a press conference at their local Fox news station. And I watched that. So the thing I thought was interesting. So the thing about that, the part that makes me sound like I'm callous and everything is like, Oh, I'm against a governor that's trying to look out for her people. I am not, I am not against that. No, I'll, I'll clarify. Me neither. If she is for her people, then she just needs to give them the information. So that way they can make the educated and informed decision as best they can. They don't like when a good idea comes around, you need to trust people to be able to follow a good idea. You can't say this idea is so good. You don't have a choice but to follow it. And that there are exceptions. Obviously, we've agreed that there do need to be laws in place. But when something changes from the status quo, that does not give direct authority to any person in political power to arbitrarily decide the people that reside within a certain area right. have to abide by the way that they decide. That's just, that's unheard of and unconstitutional it's is the a, nicest way of wording. Right. It. Yeah. Well, it's a democracy, right? Like I, I bring it up all the time. Like we didn't vote for this. Like I know that would be a big long process and you're trying to protect people. Um, but in the end you have to, if you're going to keep this going for as long as it's been, we have to 
have a democracy and our voices need to be heard. That's my opinion. The only thing that I want to say is a little different from what you said. It says in a 4-3 decision, the court's conservative majority ruled that a law Whitmer has cited to continue issuing emergency orders, uh, they list the act unlawfully delegates so, legislative authority to the executive branch in violation of the Michigan Constitution. Go ahead. So if if I heard it correctly, that was one uh, thing that they voted on. There was multiple things that they voted on, um, and that was one. There was another one that was a 7-0 vote. You'd have to look up exactly which one that one was. I have a problem uh, but if with you the watch, fact that this one in particular was still 4-3. to three. I, it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense just because you're, you're I hate I hate when parties just vote on with their party. Yeah, it's I, conservative leaning. It's not based off of logic. and fact, if we were ba- basing things off of logic and fact, I'd have a I, I wouldn't even have a essential news discussion uh, page because that, that's not what we do. So you make a great point. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my sister also had. One of her friends was in in Michigan. Unfortunately, even though they passed, they just passed that. Everyone is still trying to go against uh, what the, their state supreme court <laughs> justice ruled, and that just seems crazy to me. It's like that should be the law. That's what it's there to protect us to do. And unfortunately, they're trying to go against it and already re- appeal it and everything. I'm and just, fight I'm, it. I'm just always suspicious when 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 voting from from government 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 officials in particular, not. Not people, because people always tend to treat things like 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 it's a team sport, and I'm voting for my team, you vote for your team. But when people in government, uh, on their own, people these elected officials don't have in, enough of independent thought to to not you you don't see people voting outside with uh, outside of their party too often, and when you do, those people are outcasts, like like uh, the guy from Georgia, Vernon, or like Tulsi now with, with and, and, and is is being accused of being a fake Democrat. Because she kind of sometimes sides with the conservatives on certain issues, I, I think that's wrong. You can't chastise someone for having their own independent opinion, and 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 them going against what the overall party thinks doesn't mean that they're not for your party. They're just not for that I- particular idea. And, right, and, and, and that's the issue. And everything has to be bipartisan. We, we don't have enough. We don't have enough people. Even even during the whole uh, Trump probe, when uh, uh, Romney. Voted against, uh, voted against Trump essentially, and d- during that investigation, me as a Trump supporter, I should have had a problem with that. But I was, I was actually happy to see someone say, "Hey, man, I, I, I can think for myself. I don't, I don't, I don't have to side with you guys. I, I'm with, I'm with you guys on on most issues, but in this one in particular, I'm not. And you know what? I'm okay with the guy mm-hmm. because he was, he was forming his own opinion based on his own values, not based on the whole yep. overall parties. He's the he's 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 responsible for representing the values, his own values, which are the values that his constituents voted for. They wanted him well, in charge of, of of his state, right? So yeah, they they got the Mitt Romney vote. They didn't get what Mitt Romney thinks my party should do, right? And and that's the way well, it should I'd like be. To connect, I'd like to connect exactly what you just said to this podcast and many other podcasts where now people. Like podcasts have blown up because people just want to be genuine. That's the issue is that they're in picking just one side or the other. You're not being genuine. You're not actually even forming your own opinion. You're just going along with what you're supposed to be doing. And and people now sniff that out very quickly 
and they don't want it anymore. We don't want it. I don't think the American people want that anymore. Oh, I've, I've been accused of that uh, several times. And the thing that keeps me balanced is I've been accused of it both by the left and the right. I've become I've been accused more by the left. So I'm going to try to become as more moderate as possible, taking into this feedback. But more important, like you said, it, it's it comes down to discussion and conversation. I wouldn't know I was wrong on last week's topic unless Everett and Jose were both yelling at me and being really mean, honestly. And unless Jose, <laughs> and unless Jose sided with with the other party, yeah, because you know what, uh, Jose is my barometer on some of those things, and sometimes Everett's my barometer. So I use both of my friends that are in different um, political mindsets on topics to to help me gauge my opinion on stuff, and then mm-hmm. give me fact to prove me wrong. And they did. And and and, and on that particular right. issue, I'm 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 of course right leaning, but I sided with our left leaning, uh, who's also an independent. Who's, that's true. He's he's in the middle, leaning left. You claim to be in the middle, leaning right. The thing about I'm Everett just in I, the right. You know what's interesting? I like yeah, that's <laughs> funny. No, I am. I like Everett because he will genuinely listen to what you say, and it might take him a little longer sometimes to to come around. But he, he's thinking about it. So I mean, I'm not going to fault him for thinking about uh, ideas. Is, that are is he saying he doesn't think you you uh, need the minimum wage or not? I don't know. I think no, no. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna <laughs> think on it and come to a different uh, it thought takes, process. It takes you a little usually, longer to process. Oh, you, you guys aren't. I mean, wow. You guys aren't getting paid. Usually it takes. <laughs> usually I don't say. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't make any comment. Usually I try not to. Off the emotion, I have to think about everything first. If the minimum wage was a penny, it'd be a one man show. Wow. <laughs> that's wow. That's worse than Jose's joke last week. I don't, I don't know what's. My my joke was intentionally bad. I don't know this one. Was. Yeah, was, now you guys are worth far more than a penny. Yeah, just, yeah. This this is a show where we talk about our opinions. So are we worth our two cents? <laughs> yeah, that is a good play on words. I like that. Our four cents. Four cents. We are not We're, the kings of comedy. Apparently, you, that was terrible. Uh, you know, if we want to make some money, we could just change this into an all ads podcast. We would just sign up for all the ads we can do, <laughs> and we just take turns reading turns reading ads. The whole thing. <laughs> I would do that. I know, that's an option. That's an option. That'd be awesome. That'd be fun. But, but, that'd be fun. That'd yeah, be you want, I'll, I'll sign this up for it tonight. But but anyways, separate, going, going, going back to yeah. to the topic that we were currently discussing is is uh, people uh, having ideas that, that don't align exactly with their, their uh, firm political view. Um, we need to see more of it. I I, I, I side with, with, with the conservative side of things because for the most part, the, the the overall platform of the party aligns with with some of the, some of my own values, family values, family values, um, conservative um, co- uh, financially, conservative financially, pro Second Amendment, uh, pro Constitution, pro Constitution. Those are all things. Pride that, that, in the country you live in. Pride in the country you live in. Uh, na- nationalism isn't a bad thing. It's only bad when you attach a color to it. Um, so these are all things that I I specifically uh, side with. But I don't necessarily side with everything the right does, and and that's okay. And 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 all of us need to realize that just because for them for, on on most issues, the right for me lines up with what I think is right. It doesn't mean that I have to side with them on everything. That's a good point and very true. And and yeah, I agree with that. And 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 the politicians need to start doing that more. That that's that's the only way that we're gonna have you know. A proper representation in government because you, why have people that are just going to be yes men in, 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 in these roles? Why have people that are just going to do whatever the House Speaker says or whatever the, oh, the Senate Majority Leader and does? Biden is the ultimate yes man. Wow. You don't get to be in politics for 47 years with being a no man or an independent thinker. 
So that that's my biggest concern with Biden is we have 47 mm. years of a track record to look at. It's not all that impressive. And in fact, it might be more scary than it is not impressive. I don't know about scary. And also, you said it, what it about, is scary. What about Bernie Sanders, too, though? So, the, so here's the thing I like about Bernie Sanders. At least if it was Bernie Sanders, I'd be talking about how you can't pay everybody's health care and pay all this. Like, we'd be talking about policy. No, I'm, just, I'm saying specifically you said you have to be a yes man to be 47 Oh, Bernie years. Sanders is not a yes man. That's why he won't be allowed to run on the Democratic ticket. We saw last uh, election cycle where the Democratic National Committee was feeding Hillary Clinton uh, the questions beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. So we saw where they don't want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee. And no, then this I'm year— I'm just talking in general about No, you. this year—well, yeah. I get, so I get a little passionate about it. It's corruption within their own party. And nobody talks so, about it. That's my question: Is how do you get corruption? How do you get rid of, of it? Well, that's you it. don't. You, you don't mean, get rid not, of it. That's not so, going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So happen. I mean, like, I'll acknowledge. It's money. Yeah, I'll that's acknowledge. The there's corruption on Trump's side of things, but not to the same level as my argument. And to be honest, all the attempts to prove uh, corruption on Trump's behalf have not gone all the way through. I've yet to been proven by my party four years ago, which led to me now being part of the other party. So as I realized that these were false attempts to try to bring down the current president in an attempt to regain power, it kind of uh, enlightened from, me to you know, the reality of the situation. And from, I'm not saying anything bad about Obama or the people I voted for, vo- voted for or voted against before, but I do think that... Um, there's been additional perspective learned as I've gotten older, as I become more experienced, and I've done more research now than ever. And my additional research has led me to be on the more conservative side, although I still view myself as a moderate. And I feel like my perspective on the whole thing is: there's no way that you be, get, be that you become rich enough to even be in politics without being corrupt. That's my opinion. I think that I think it's. That, that, that so just you believe is what it is. you believe in the corruption of big business that a lot of people talk about, right? Right. I think it's all. I think it is what it so is. So, like the people that protested, like so, the one percent Wall Street. Mm-hmm. You're for you. You understand that opposition to the one percent, right? Okay. I, I'm not against people making, and that's the thing. People. All, so you like Bernie Sanders, right? Some ways, in some, some ways, ways I do. Some ways I don't. Do you think he would have been a better candidate than Biden or no? I think. And Crystal, I'm going to ask you some questions next. Do I think Bernie Sanders okay. would have been a better candidate than Biden? I yeah. think that uh, he would have got more more people excited about voting than Biden. Yeah. Do I because he was he, addressing the student loan issue that Biden right. signed in favor of as far as creating the issue. Right. I, I think I think that um, some of his ideas could not aren't aren't possible because they're just too too outrageous. Really they are. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It could work in a society, just not ours. Does but let's sense? yeah. But let's have yeah. an honest discussion about it, right? Yeah. Like, with Biden, we're not talking about things like. Do you can you tell me a policy you're excited about if Biden wins the White House? The only thing, the only thing I like so far, honestly, is that they would cap um, health insurance premiums. So like you wouldn't pay more than eight percent of your income because a lot of people pay more than that already. And that I, is a good policy, and yeah. that was one I was not aware of that he you was know, running you on. You know, you know what else would fix that? Go ahead. Getting reforming the Affordable Care Act. The reason Biden Biden is exactly the reason why we're in the situation we're in in the first place. He, he was part of. Act? I disagree. He was part of the Obama so administration here's, here's that my, created these the, price hikes. Here's my opinion. My opinion is that they proposed the idea because there needed to be something done, right? And now that the idea has been in effect for this what four years now, here's a way. Here is a way to reform the reform the holes in it. So so we got a guy who's been in government forty seven years. He's part of. He's been a part of everything that's broken in our government. Yet we expect him in the next four years to figure out how to fix it when all he's done continually over and over again is f- figure out a way to do it the wrong way. 
I don't think it was done the wrong way. I think it was done. Was the Affordable Care Act perfect, was, or, think, or are you not paying more for your health insurance right now? I'm not. Honestly, I'm paying the same health insurance. I don't know what you're talking about right now. But but and Mo, secondly, and mo, secondly, most people before, aren't. But secondly, I don't know. That, I don't, I don't know to be the case on that. I the, do know the, that is the case. That's what. That's why your candidate's talking about it. If if, if it wasn't the case, he wouldn't be talking about but it. So, and but, neither would his, his opponent. My, his, his health insurance argument. costs went up, but not as a result of the Affordable Care Act. Right. His, my, and they were already paying too much for it to begin with. That's my point. So that if they're, if, they, if if his idea to reform it to make it more perfect, it's a cap. <laughs> but it, you know, that it's makes funny. Sense. Uh, healthcare was already too expensive before, right, Everett? Right. Affordable Care Act made it mandatory. That's the simplest way of explaining. But it. when but, you make it mandatory, but, guess who has the power to make it whatever price they want to make it? Just like with student loans, right? But when you say mandatory, the whole point of the Affordable Care Act was a government option that was cheaper based off of income. So that I want to give you yeah, but a quote. But in Can effect, I do it that? made it more expensive for no. the people that were already It comes down it. to Jose and Everett. More. They're trying to argue their points. I'm not paying more at all. I'm paying. I'm paying. If I paid more, I paid a dollar more maybe. I pay almost exactly the same per I think check. that premiums did go up, but it wasn't a result of the Affordable Care Act. Can we let Crystal chime in real quick? Yeah. Ever, you weren't you weren't even on the same insurance you're on today before the Affordable Care Act was a thing. No, no, they're same insurance this, providers. What are you talking about? They're the same insurance providers. What are you no, talking no, about? The, the Affordable yeah. Care Act was in 2012. He wasn't working at his current job in 2012. They're so, still the so, same providers. But, Florida Blue. No, what I'm saying is no. he can't say he's paying the same when he wasn't even at the same employer. No, he wasn't can't. under the same you can't. plan. It because Florida Blue provides insurance in a very similar fashion. Florida Blue, it doesn't, doesn't it, it, it isn't. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield. It, it is. Anthem. It is. But, yeah. but those those premiums are based on the organization you work on. How many They're based on the state you work in and, yeah. and the amount of money you make. And, and so he could have been a different employer making the same amount of money, paying really similar prices. Disagree. But that's, you can disagree, can but that's wrong. That. I, yeah. I, I, no, it isn't wrong. It's correct. I had so, two different jobs, right? I had two different jobs, right? Between 2012 and 2015. I trust Everett on this because he's the one paying the bill. That? My other insurance is the same. You, you you can say it is, and you can say I, no, I, no. I'm not, I'm not, not that I can say. It. I, I can look at my bills, right, and I can say <laughs> that it is the same. And, and, and at this point, because you don't have your bills in front of you, you're just still just saying it. I right, I, can, I, I can tell you that I. Your experience and my experience have been different. On this. <laughs> All right, never mind. I, don't know about, I agree with everything. Yeah, it's clear. It, I think it, Crystal, can you weigh in and be the tiebreaker on this for us? <laughs> does Everett know how much he pays for his expenses, or does Jose know how much he pays I, I, look, for his expenses? In that same time frame, I've been at more employers than he has, and all of the employers use the same provider. They've been on Florida Blue. My my premiums have been different at every single employee because there's more to it than just the, I, the brand. So I it's mean, not you, just the you know, provider. I've also worked in very similar amount of jobs as you have in the same time. Were all they, of all of were, the were, were they all the same insurance company though? If they use Florida okay, Blue, yes. Okay, my problem is is I pay way too much for health insurance, and we're in the in the weeds of this now, and we're not attacking the the head, right? The head is the government. I like this quote by Harry Brown says, the government is good at one thing. It knows how to break your legs and then hand you a crutch and say, see, if it weren't for the government, you wouldn't be able to walk. That's perfect. That is, that, that's the perfect quote for this is because who we're Who is Harry Brown? Just if you don't mind. Do you remember? Do you know who Harry Brown is? Uh, I don't. No, I got it from Peter Schiff. I think he was an economist. Okay. Uh, he was a libertarian. No, he was a libertarian. He was a, a politician. Is there a movie about Harry Brown? Here's... I don't know. So the reason why I bring that quote up is only because I feel like we forget why we're arguing about the the logistics of... The government is fixing problems that it's caused. The the reason we're arguing about this point is because neither of these guys understand how this works. But we do. We explain yeah, it. You no, did, no, just no, that no. If you worked at an employer who employed fifty thousand people here in Florida, and that employer with fifty thousand people had Florida Blue, they won't pay the same as you at your employer where they have a hundred people. I know this. 
That's that's so. That's, what if he worked at two jobs where they both employed a hundred people? Exactly. They, I know who I know the two jobs. They don't employ anywhere near his previous job. Employed double the what people. Was, as his what, was, job. what was my previous job? So you're at Orlando. Yeah, they. I worked there. I worked there before you. We had the same path. I worked there. Then I went to Thank Lexus. Thank you guys yeah, for validating my point. I worked there before. <laughs> yeah, two different. Two different What I'm telling you is this. That my health Thank you for laughing, Sterling. You're welcome. It's just you and me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You in particular happen to be one of the lucky ones. Most and, people and didn't my experience argu- it. Exactly. And my argument is this. And, and what is the argument? All I said, I like the fact they're going to cap how much you can pay for health insurance. I like that idea. I don't, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm not going against that idea. I'm just saying you're trusting the guy who created the problem to begin with. And that's the part. That's, that's what we did for, right? So all the affordable care, they made, made health insurance mandatory, right? But the idea was that there was a government option that people can opt into that's cheaper based on how much money you make. But it right? wasn't. Right. It, it, so, it was a little cheaper. Just a little, a little, and little and you know what's cheaper, funny? Right? Not, only, not only did premiums not go down, but drug costs went up. Here's the thing. So now it's been... There's a trade-off. Right. The been, premiums went down slightly, but then the cost of the drugs went up significantly. Right. So, so if you had to use it. Right. So now here's... A, they're not to put in effect where there's, there's limits on how much they can charge you for those things. It's like it's like an evolution in it because... That is a growth. That's because growth. Because it was a comprehensive health bill. It, it wasn't going to work completely the first time. It was just a way to get people wouldn't have health insurance. Health insurance. So, so, so let's get him where he's far, far out of his prime. Yeah. Let's, let, let's bring him back in where he's far, far out of his prime to... To kind of rethink this, but he's yeah, not I don't, do I, I don't think Biden's, it. yeah, Biden will do it. But he's that's not going to do point. it. They're just, they're just, they're just there, right? They, yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't really introduce laws and pass them. Yeah, but I don't know but, why, but, but, we, but but they introduce the ideas, and and all uh, the president does when you vote the president and you have have a, have a democratic or a Republican people in House and Senate, all the president is there for is not to veto those things and make it easier to pass through. That's it. I, and and I and I don't disagree with that, but so if you say that he's going to do it, he, but I'm not expecting him to do it. I'm that, expecting him not to get in the way of it, be, of it getting done. That's my that's what I, that's what I'm voting for. It, it's the idea on his platform, and I don't trust and I don't trust that guy to get that idea across. I'm not, Whether he's responsible for actually doing it or not, it's, what about it's his the, platform that we're, we're voting on, right? Yeah, because if he's not going to do true. it, why are you voting in the first place? What about yeah? No, what about the that's idea true. by itself though? Like what like. If there was a different candidate proposing whatever it described, the eight percent cap or is that the number eight percent? Yeah, okay, eight percent of your income, whatever the number is, but proposing a cap based off of your income, that seems like a pretty good idea, right? I I don't feel like it's a terrible idea, but if it was eight percent for me right now, it would it would you'd be thrilled, though, right? No, I wouldn't be thrilled. No, you wouldn't. My, my cost would go up significantly. Oh, really? You oh. pay less than eight percent. The average is like seven point seven to Dang, eight. Dang, no wonder everybody calls you boss man. No. <laughs> Hey, well, no worries. You're paying almost eight, probably most likely. They they came up with eight percent for a reason, but yeah. you know, they, whatever. If it's eight, it's close. Most, most I, I can't say for sure. I don't know. No, I, I remember when like I was in California eight. when I lived there. The price was astronomical. It was ridiculous. Pile that on top of all the other cost of living stuff. I need a cap. I need the government to inf- to right. intervene in the positive ways, and this is a positive way. Right. So. Um, uh, Crystal, you brought up a really good topic, and as you can tell, Jose and I had an argument. Everett and Jose had an argument. Uh, Everett and I have been pretty cool, so I don't know if you've noticed the common thread there. We got into it with you a little bit ago. I just yeah, let I'm just you guys joking, go, and you know, that's and unfortunately for me, I, I'm a little more reserved, only because I I try to step back and look at the big corruption. It seems a little uh, doom and gloom, but that's where it starts. I like to go and, and talk about where it starts and then, and then you trickle down from there, you know? 
So yeah. that's that's just why I'm a little quiet on this. That's well, you brought up a good topic to share on Essential News Discussion, so I posted that up there. I found a local news source in Michigan about the Supreme Court ruling about Yeah, like a, Fox 27, I think it was. Um, I found, a, I found a, Yeah, I found a different one, but um, I, I think okay. it, it's it's very similar. So, so thank you. Okay, real, cool. real, real quick, I no did – this was one of the potential topics that we were were thinking about covering tonight. I would like you to give us a little bit more information, Sterling, on what's going on in California with the whole uh, mandatory. Uh, uh, if if your if your company is based there, you have to employ people of a certain background. So California did two things recently. They put together a task force of people that are going to look into um, reparations on a state level for Black people. Um, and when you hear the word reparations, you either have to assume it's in regards to kind of disenfranchisement, I guess, after slavery, but most likely slavery in general. And the thing about that one specifically is that California was admitted to the union, or I don't know if it was a union, but became part of the United States as a free state. So it kind of came in around that time. There were no direct ties to slavery for the state of California. Also, the state of California currently is in need of economic relief due to COVID. So to try to put together a task force to identify, well, task force costs money, not a lot, but some money to identify how much money needs to be paid out on reparations. It's just a continued uh, backwards way of going about doing business. And then the more entertaining one, I guess, was uh, the state of California also proposed that uh, publicly traded companies operating out of the state of California um, need to have a more diverse board. And they can do that by having at least one of their board members be a minority of some kind. That would be like African-American, Hispanic, Native American, Asian, or a member of the LGBTQ uh, community. So, yeah, it just seems like it's a little bit of a reach. And I was interested in getting your feedback on that. Yeah, so... I haven't actually seen this or anything like that. Um, now I know about this subject because this isn't something that's new. You know, it's been in universities and, and yeah, now aff affirmative action has been level. a thing for a long time, but I guess I don't think that's good enough. Well, no, <laughs> I think it's just for me, like when I step back and look at something like you just explained to me, it's a little weird to me because now we're like highlighting being like races like different races. Aren't we supposed to be like just whoever's best qualified? And, right, and it's, I, I don't. That's what. That's my opinion. So, but I don't know. So this goes back to my belief on what equality is. E equality means that we're equals, right? Right. Would Would you agree, Everett? Yeah. The The equality comes with the good and the bad. I I can't just get the e the benefits when when talking about equality. I have to I have to have the same drawbacks as well. Yeah, there's always but, a, a no, size of So so my my whole thing is I don't ever want to be put in a position because of my ethnic background, the color of my skin, if I'm fat, if I'm skinny. I don't want any of those things to be the the reasons why I'm I'm put in any kind of position whether professional, social or otherwise. I, I want to be solely considered on my own qualifications. Hard work that I put in to become the person that I am. That's the only thing that I want someone using to decide if I should be part of anything. Whether it's a job, whether it's an association, whether it's a sports team, a recreational activity, being on this podcast. I, I want to be part of something because I deserve to be part of that. I don't want the, the my, my ethnic background, my the 
my race, color, my skin, any of those things to to be what that deciding factor. And and it, and it's getting ridiculous. This is almost a new form of racism. And and you're gonna say, Jose, you're crazy. This racism is no, benefiting you. And I agree with you too. But it's it, it's still racism because you're putting me in a position just because of, of of the color of my skin. Guess what's gonna happen to these people that are on these boards? You think they're gonna be treated as equals on, on, on that board? No, because if, if it's a ten person board, the other nine members know that that person's only there because they they had to have them as a minority. I don't want to be that minority on that board. Yeah, I want to be really I want to be one of the nine people that was already a minority that's on the board just because I earned it. I mean, it's a little tricky in there. Yeah. Actually. Exactly. And if you really want to look into that stuff, look into what's been happening for the past four or five years in universities. This is it. Hello? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's still you. there. I think it's just connection issue. Crystal, did we lose you? No, I'm here. All right, go ahead. We lost you for a minute, but uh, if you don't mind picking up where you left off. Oh, yeah. So I was saying that if you really – I mean, this stuff is coming up more and more now because it's now in – actual companies and things like that but this has been happening for a while in in universities and how they like have to bring people on board or like have to uh you know accept people to certain universities based on their race which is crazy to me like you have to have more diversity you do but shouldn't it be test scores (laughs) i mean yeah absolutely one of the things they're doing like for example i think in uh, the ivy league Maybe Harvard specifically, if I remember correctly, uh, they're make they're raising the standards for Asian students because they have a high percentage of their population that is um, originates from Asia. Right, so they're making it harder, so less Asian, so there's more of a diversity. But is that? Yeah, but they should be focusing right on the best candidates. I've heard that before. I know usually, usually the universities you still have to meet the same requirements. So the the minimum requirements might be like a three point seven five, right? Something like that. No, you still have to be a competitive candidate. Plus extracurriculars, and for Asians that come in with four O's, they probably have a five lot. Five weighted. <laughs> yeah, they they have a lot of candidates to choose from, and so. They probably don't want to get to like, I don't know, whatever their percentage threshold is. Maybe it's 50%, maybe 75%, whatever it is. They might not want to get to whatever that threshold is without um, trying to even the playing field, for lack of a better phrase. And to do that based off of race is a form of racism, like I heard Jose say. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about the Harvard thing you guys tell me. I just know that usually um, when they do those. I mean, so uh, let's be honest. The NBA is mostly African-American, correct? Mm-hmm. So what if they decided that they wanted it to be better representative of the American population? They would have to start taking in candidates that they didn't feel were as well qualified. Currently, there's no regulation, so they take in the best qualified candidates. Those candidates happen to be a predominantly African American. There's actually a good amount of European as well, but you know, there's also still a, pre- a predominant amount of African Americans. When we talk about when we talk about work um, workforces and places of employment, qualifications it's a little bit different, right? No, Harvard and the MBA are very similar. How would how would you feel if you're in the role you're in right now? You were chosen because you were you, you were a black guy and they needed a black guy on the team. I mean, you wouldn't know, but I heard you saying. Yeah, when, when 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 we were looking to expand, and, and Sterling and I were both working at, at at your at your employer at the time, and I'm not taking credit at all for 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 uh, kind of referring you to, to to the position, but when 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 our boss at the time asked us, "Hey, who do you guys think we should bring in?" Sterling and I both agreed that you should come on board, but it wasn't because you were our buddy. It wasn't because we had like having conversations with you. It wasn't because we're both we're brown, black, whatever, and you are too. No, it was because out of all the people that were available at the time, 
we knew that you already had previous relevant job experience. Yeah, you work with some pretty shitty people. No, <laughs> hands down, a hundred percent what Jose is saying. So, so that was, I mean, you're cool, and don't, 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 don't. I'm not saying that we didn't refer you because you were cool, or you were cool with us. But it was more of, look, we're gonna have to work with this guy. I don't want to teach him a whole lot. This person already has done a similar position in the past. He has relevant job experience. This is our guy. Easy, you, 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 easy. You earned your position based on your qualifications, not the color of your skin. How would you feel if the foot was on the other, sh- the, the shoe was on the other foot, and you were just promoted just because? Hey, man, uh, we're all white. We need a brown guy. We're not all white, by the way. Yeah, no, this is good. I know hypothetical. And I, hypothetical. I, and I, I hear what you're saying. I understand completely what you're saying. The point you're coming across, and I agree with that to a certain extent. The problem is, in some places that have been around for a long time, things operate off of networking. We agree on that, right? So if so you weren't on network, man, look, what I'm saying, yeah, you're right. You, you're right. We you know it's crazy though, and this is no knock on anybody. But let's say it was different, and let's say it was, um, it was a department full of white white guys, all right? It would not be um, surprising to me. If they just chose somebody that they knew because he was a buddy, and chances are nine out of ten times that's going to be another person just like them, correct? That's true. You tend to associate with people you identify with, right? And that comes down to looks and appearances, right? And so the reason the affirmative action was even put into place is because those things get passed down the generations. So it's hard for me to argue against it. The the beautiful thing about it is that it, all of that stuff on on paper sounds good, but we were all working in a business that's predominantly controlled by white men working for a white owner with a brown director, a brown general sales manager, and three brown finance managers referring another brown finance manager, all in an environment solely controlled by white men. That is interesting. I agree. Th- these things it. aren't a problem in 2020 as, as and, 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 and at employers, at publicly traded companies. It's a problem in people's private lives. But it I don't. Can I, be. It I, can I, be. It, it, no, it is. It's it's a it problem in people's private lives. It, it certainly is. But at places of work where you're exposed to the public, there's more fear of 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 public backlash and losing business over these types of environments than any law can provide, than any protection a law can provide. We don't need additional government intervention to tell employers to stop being racist. People are just going to stop buying things from people if their if their place of employment are racist. The gov the, the the just because we we have reached a level where where the brown dollar is 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 probably the most coveted uh, market in in the market. We don't have to worry about these kind of things anymore because all we got to do is stop buying their product. And guess what? They're going to change. Yeah, but there's no alternative usually. And I don't agree with that completely, especially since we don't have any means of production of own in that community. But that's, that's again... That, that's a whole other argument. Yes, yeah, so I don't agree with that. But I'm saying, I, I think our situation was kind of unique. That's not that's not the the, gener- the situation across the board. Places places I've, places I've worked have been a part of. No, and... I, I, and, and it may it may very well be a unique situation, and I and I have worked at at places where the opposite was going on. I there was a particular place I worked at after that place where I I, I was there maybe you two didn't. I was maybe there maybe two months because I felt like I was at at a David Duke rally or something. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah it, it but but at the end of the day I I was able to get that job still I didn't realize until after the fact that I was working next to a bunch of racists. But guess what all those races did a few months before I quit? They hired my brown ass. They were still racist, but 
No government intervention told him to hire me. Guess what hired me? My resume. That's what's up. I ended up finding out after the fact that I didn't want to be around those guys after they hired me. And I, it was clear as day that they were they were some of the most racist people I've ever met in my life. Were they, you, they, were you in a decision-making position or you were just... Somewhat, yes. Yeah? Yeah. I was a finance manager. I don't got to hide it. Oh, so you know I mean... And it's different than a finance manager at, at, at where you're at, though. Okay. And, and and some of these smaller new car franchises, you you you're on the desk as well. You you're a decision maker. You know what I mean? You're you're not just a guy who spins paper and you go away. You you you're you're still take part in the day to day, like Jim like like where you where you work now. They have a, a board meeting. All the directors sit together. And they decide where they're going to spend this money. They they make decisions for the store overall. I will These are places where the finance manager sits in those meetings. I feel like that's one of the only few positive, not few. That's one of the positive things about where I work. I don't feel like, for the first time ever at place I work, I don't feel like the color must can help me back from making any kind of money. And usually, in so. So once once I got here at, at I this place, I did feel that way. I did feel like like uh, I, I was slighted a lot on a lot of things. I was treated a certain way. So. There's not enough racism uh, in the workplace where they they can not hire me. But once you get the job, you know their their behavior. Because at that I, point, you're you're a coworker. Now you're not you're not a prospective. Not to cut you for Jose, but we've been talking for a long time. And Crystal was going to say something. Go ahead, Crystal. No, I just think that like I, I agree with a lot of your points, and I but I think there's room for people just to be shitty people. Like regardless, like I understand that people are are, you know, definitely racist, like, where that last place you worked and, and things like that. But I think there are we, like, inherently mistaken people just being assholes for racism. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> A lot, you know? And not to say that that's not, you know, I'm not trying to say there aren't racist well, people. We're trying to justify the... We're trying to justify why someone's being the way they are to us, and we look for the differences between us and them. And, right. and, and and a I lot of times, the us on on our side. Sometimes we make we, we can make mistakes too. That's true. Uh, we, yeah. We th- th- that that's something that we've all failed to ignore. Every single time one of us calls, pull, pulls a racist card out. The rest of us don't ever question it. We're just like, yeah, man, that they're, they're right. th- Those people are racist. Huh? I only feel that sometimes way about sometimes I we're wrong. A, I only I feel that way about the people game. here. <laughs> I mean, I have a card game that is solely on people's accents. I mean, if you're not going to come back, if you want to lump that into racism, then go ahead. But you know what I mean? Like, you can if you want to. I don't think you can I make something funny. racist. Huh? You can make something racist, right? Yeah. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. yeah, basically. Like, if you want to. I'm, But that's the thing is how can you perceive someone's um, per- perception of some like on how they're that's a great point because you can't perceive it and here we are trying to control it from i in my opinion the democrats point of view they're trying to legislate racism out of people's minds and that's existence a, it doesn't a, make any sense to me the problem with legislation is always unintended consequences correct yeah so that's the biggest thing there you I, go yeah my yeah, that's my favorite thing to say but i will yeah. say this though um <laughs> you better say this now. I thought you were going to say, I'm ready to end it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm about ready to end it in a right. little bit, but I will say, uh, when it comes to telling people racist, I'm always looking for a reason why people are not racist when they're being. Oh, really? Very direct me. I'm trying, but it, you're trying to justify trying it to justify, sometimes. I'm trying to, all right, uh, maybe it's something, maybe it's something else going on, but yeah. like at some point, 
I mean, let, I mean, let's be been, honest. I mean, if, if you if you if you've been black long enough, there are there else. are studies that yeah. break down the effect of racism based on your skin color, like your skin tone. You're darker skin than I am, so I might be less subject to certain racist comments and behaviors than you are. Is do you agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah. So I think that you go out of yeah. you going out of your way is mm-hmm. awesome because you're going to have to do that more often than I am. Sometimes I'm saying, yeah, and that itself is awful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that shouldn't exist. I remember That's Everett told me, like Everett told me one, of this, that shouldn't exist. Correct. Everett told me one time, I think he had a customer that said something like, I think they started to say some comment and then like they looked at him and were like reminded that he was black and they said something to the effect of, um, hey, you probably voted for Obama or Hillary or something. <laughs> I forget which one, but it was yeah. one of them. And they just made that assumption in the middle of their story to the point where, I don't know if they finished it after the fact, but they felt did, it was so ever, important. Did you ever tell that story when I was sitting in my, I was sitting in my office the guy sits down and you say hello <laughs> and he goes, you know, uh, when I was a kid, no, at first he goes, things have to be better than they were back then. I don't know, man. Twenty eight years old. I don't know. Sure, I, I imagine. It's like you know. I'm, he was like, uh, when I was a kid, I um, I went to a laundromat on a car trip, and uh, one side said color, and one side said white. And I asked my mom, why are the color clothes? Go through a different door. Like, I was so innocent. I didn't know what racism was. I was like, man, if you don't sign this shit, I got my office. <laughs> Oh my well, goodness! Well, the, the I, I didn't ask for this. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's that's a good story. I don't think I knew that one. That's funny. <laughs> that's a pretty good story. On, on the on the other on the flip side, to agree with Sterling, he would have never had the opportunity to hear that story. <laughs> most most of my customers are like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you, you ever hear people say, "I don't see color"? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "How?" With, with, with Sterling, they say, "I don't hear color." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's the hardest I heard Crystal laugh in a while. <laughs> that was great. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I usually yeah. go. I usually try to. I, I try to. I try to assume it's another reason people are being awful than the race. And then like sometimes you just eventually you're like, all right, I've ruled everything else out. This has to be what it is at this point. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I Cri- agree with that. Crystal, are you okay? Were you able to catch your breath over there? That was good. That was funny. Okay. All right. Good. I just want to make sure you're all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Well, unfortunately, we don't have any more time tonight. <laughs> so. Well, it's now tomorrow. Yes, that's very true. Crystal, thank you so much for um, coming on board. Is there anything that you wanted to say to uh, in the podcast? It's been a, a pleasure. No, I just want to say thank you for having me on. That's a, a lot of fun, a lot of great discussions and uh, civil discussions. And I think we came to some great conclusions, and I'd love to be on again. Absolutely, we'd love to have you again. It was mostly yeah. civil. Yeah. My female. <laughs> mostly <Also>. civil. <laughs> Th- thanks for being our uh, lady uh, uh, voice on the podcast. But you're much more than that. But you're much more than that, and we hope to have other ladies call in on the show as well. You uh, lady listeners, please uh, make yourselves available. Send Sterling a DM. And for the podcast, not for other reasons. Uh, <laughs> this that's is funny. Jose signing off, guys. That's all I got. Yeah, that's Sterling signing off. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to touch that. This is Everett. Good night. See you guys next time.